0: Why are they firing guns at each other? They are vampires and werewolves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Sins,
2: presented by Cinema Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dystron. I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Anthony Hughes.
3: I love post-it
2: notes. We write for Cinemasins and TV sins <laughs> and do various other things inside the Cinemasins universe as well. Very high, very high! I love turtles energy on that intro. I know, Denae. I just <laughs> Denae cracking herself up is like my
0: new favorite thing.
2: Well, she was also she was also I noticed mouthing along to my intro, which is always oh, uh, always fun for her uh, as well. But yes, very very much. Uh, very much i like turtles energy on the uh, i love of i love post-it notes and of course that kid's
0: name is jonathan by the way
2: <laughs> of course it is we've got we've got jonathan here uh, a little scary zombie i like turtles <laughs> <laughs> uh why are post-it notes on your mind danae do we
0: need to I talk about it,
3: it? I just made a sticky note order. I'm oh, nice! We
0: had to do that the other day because I needed some, and I was like, "Oh no, we're out." So yeah,
4: I
2: always think they're I, valuable. I just never use them. I don't know if it just never comes up in my life, or I'm just too digital. Like I write everything down so, on a digital sheet. Or we we use them as a we use them as a family
0: to like you know communicate. I know. Yeah, I mean sometimes yeah, like if yeah. it's like my wife's at work and I got to put something, and I'm not going to be here when she gets. No, that makes sense. Yeah,
3: I just um, yeah. I I found this website called Lucid Spark. And it's essentially just a whiteboard that you can invite multiple people to and do uh, like mind mapping or planning oh, or that's whatever. Cool. This so and much so sounds was... like
2: a paid advertisement right now, and I just want to assure <laughs> you it is not. I wish it was, Behind but it's it brought not. to you by
3: Lucid. <laughs> Lucid Spark. Um, I loved it. I was doing a. I'm doing a. I'm a podcast slash Twitch. Uh, channel called mm-hmm. D D therapy and it's essentially me and two of my dungeon master friends and we sit down and we talk about uh our campaigns and things that went wrong and things that are going well and things we can't share with anybody else because nobody else cares about dungeon dragons but us and so it's like a therapeutic kind of space to talk about dungeons and dragons right. and so we use this website to like get together and plan stuff and figure out like oh we could talk about this we could do this so we're all at the same time adding sticky notes to this digital huge whiteboard. And the company reached out to us and said, hey, you know, we're curious how you used it. Do you mind like, you know, meeting with us for about 25 or 30 minutes? And And afterwards, they sent me an Amazon gift card as a thank you for my time, which was super nice. nice. So what did I do? I bought physical sticky notes rather than <laughs> go and use their site.
2: Love it. That- that has irony baked into it. Uh, well done. That is beautiful. I just beautiful. what I did. Irony. That is like that is like Netflix airing the last block uh, blockbuster documentary that I heard recently. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the that. Amazon. Amazon. Was it Amaf- I thought it was Netflix because the. I don't know if Netflix
0: has it, but I know Amazon. I know it's on Amazon Prime because it's in my queue. Oh, I well, this was something yet. that
2: isn't out yet. This is a documentary that hasn't come out yet called The Last Blockbuster or something. Um, may- I mean, uh, listen, I could totally be wrong, but I remember what was funny about it was that Netflix was playing it after Blockbuster turned down buying Netflix for $50 million. Can you imagine, like, the ability mm-hmm. to go back and-, and change that decision? And now they are airing a documentary about how that company is going uh, away, uh, and oh, been maybe, for a long time. maybe,
0: maybe they're doing their own. It actually, there is a documentary called the last blockbuster from 2020. It is not on any, uh, it's just available to rent now. Okay, but, and I um, think
2: that is coming to Netflix, maybe. Maybe that's the one coming to Netflix maybe, or something. yeah. That, that makes sense. That'd that be hilarious. Be. I don't know. Anyways, th- that, that's what that, you know, buying Post-it notes that with the a gift f- card you got from a company that, that deals in digital <laughs> yeah. Post-it notes. That Blockbuster uh, Netflix 20. thing, that is
0: a fascinating story, by the way. There was a it podcast really series. I wish I could remember what it was called. There was a podcast series on that a few years ago. It was fascinating.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get into the inside scoop. What's he building in there?
1: Sheep
3: sheep I've got a pay no attention to that man behind the curtain this is a true story
2: we're gonna take a look at the videos from the week the process of sending them how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general kicking it off with commercial sins and skittles pox commercial for skittles uh Chris did this script This is an Atkinson script um yeah I like skittles <laughs> i like skittles <laughs> i don't like, I this, like commercial. Skittles. I, this, this commercial this commercial is creeps weird me out. man this is just yeah there's this is definitely one of those skittles has done this this whole taste the rainbow thing from them has been very much let's just weird people out and do very very strange random things i dig it i think it's a great uh a great way to go about it um but um but yes it is definitely very very strange danae you have thoughts on the commercial or skittles in general
3: i love skittles
2: I do. I, I have to be definitely in the mood for them though. They're very tart. Yeah. They're I'm not they're a tart. I'm just not a... Hmm.
3: There's I a mean, tar- I guess for you the super taster, there's a tartness Well, to there's
2: them. a tart there's definitely a tartness to them as opposed to like MMs or something like that. Like there's there's yeah, it puckers me up.
3: Huh. That's interesting. I think Skittles I would prefer if they were they they remind me of airheads. Tiny also tart. Little, yes. Uh you know, like little pill sized uh, with the hard shell airheads. And I like both of their textures, although Skittles tend to be more grainy, and on the airhead side, it's smoother. That so was Skittles
2: are Starburst. That was what the the Smarties, the Canadian Smarties reminded me of, was airheads, the, the shape of them. Not the taste of them, because they're chocolate, but the shape of them. That's what oh, I, I was thinking about. Oh, I
3: thought it was about. a spree, because a spree was mentioned. Spree at, as well, yes. But sprees spree are more was like mentioned in discord.
2: Right? Like, yeah. sp- what did my yeah. Rolos remind you of? <laughs> they reminded me of how much I owe you
0: a bunch of Rollos. <laughs>
2: um, no, what hey, s- but
0: of. Skittles or Starburst? Which, uh,
2: which where do you fall? Oh, Starburst. Uh, Starburst. 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 I'll take a Starburst over uh, th- a Skittle every day. I
0: think I'm more of a Skittle just because I like the, the pill. I mm-hmm. like the crunchy pill mm-hmm. versus the mm-hmm. goo, like the kind of gummy. But if I'm going to do fruit candy, I typically do fruit snacks, like Welch's fruit snacks. Or I something. do Skittles, love but-
2: fruit snacks, yeah.
0: But if you have oh, a kid, you end up with a lot of like skittles and stuff from like you know shit in mm-hmm. school, and so yeah. they we do eat them more now than we used to. But
2: yeah, I suck on Starburst. I don't chew them at all um, because I don't like I the how they get stuck like, in my teeth, I, and they I last have to a chew long everything. time. Like I chew ice cream. I I just <laughs> chew
0: everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I make my teeth hurt. Ouch. I don't know. I just bite down. I, I like, suck my everything. My
0: wife thinks it's I the suck weirdest everything, thing. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you do.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Chris said, I used to see this commercial a lot. I can't remember where, but it's a very short, typically weird Skittles ad where a kid has Skittles like chicken pox all over his body. He and I guess a girlfriend have found their way behind the football bleachers to talk about his condition. Our boy Billy has found a keeper, though. She picks a Skittle right off of his face, eats it, and only wonders if you can get sick from it after doing it couple of my favorite things to write on this one, even though it's super short was, man, when you meet a woman who misses you, uh, misses your completely obvious hideous red hair, that woman is a keeper. But I think the highlight of this video is the last one. Shit! Now I'm going to have to go out and buy tongue condoms. It's always embarrassing when I have to buy the big ones. Mm-hmm. Insert Aldo Rain at the end of Inglorious Bastards. I think this is going to be my masterpiece. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a really funny video. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, it was also really short. I think this was like eight cents, you know, something like that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have any other ones that he didn't mention that you guys wanted to to bring out? Uh, eating disease. I thought it was really funny. It is. Eating disease. Very, very funny. Danae?
3: Uh, I really enjoyed the hospital loving the kid because they get to charge for it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also enjoyed the uh, team of football zombies wandering around behind the mm-hmm. fence. I call them the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> that was really yep. funny. Uh, there you go. Skittles, pox, and uh, yeah, that is gross, but interesting, but also skills uh, all right let's move on to tv sins uh we're getting there wandavision previously on the penultimate episode of wandavision and uh this was a dice skins script uh oh what? We're, doing <laughs> combos now? we're doing combos now we're doing all relationship combos uh so this was uh myself and jonathan on this one um yeah, what did you guys? Uh, what do you guys think about this episode? This is the kind of the the one that just did a lot of backstory for us.
0: I was gonna say this was. I mean, I didn't think it was like terrible. But this I is did. probably my least my least favorite, probably of the episodes. I guess, uh, just because I think that's fair. it felt. Yeah, but you know, you learn a little bit more about Agatha and. Uh, I feel like the Wanda stuff, we kind of knew. I mean, I guess you do get some more insight into, like, why she's doing the TV shows, yeah. maybe. But, I mean, I, I don't know that I
2: needed to know that. I needed to know it just to know uh, that we are kindred spirits on Dick Van Dyke. That that we both love <laughs> Dick Van Dyke very, very much. I, sitcom, I needed that. Sitcom, sitcom, sitcom. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There is something about this episode. It is very different than the rest of the series. And I think that's why it kind of comes in as like, eh, you know, but there is something about it that I really appreciated. I almost appreciated the emotional work that's being done in this episode more than I appreciated the finale. In some ways, the finale might be my least favorite episode, but we're not there yet. Um, so because there's some, some emotional stuff that I think is meaningful here because it gives the the, the space and time, actually explore her backstory who she is why she you know has come to the place she has uh, and round that out it's just not as fun as the TV episodes or as exciting uh, in some ways as the um you know serialized episodes that kind of take us further into MCU and kind of what it means and theories and that kind of stuff so I, I get why it's lesser liked but I did appreciate the emotional, Uh, work that it was doing, especially considering that was supposed to be overall the theme and point of the series was dealing with grief and, you know, therapy and those kind of things. It really is. They, they really purposefully do some stuff here to make it feel like a therapy session. Some of the stuff that, uh, um, that Agatha says is, is very therapist like, uh, and so yeah, there's, there's some, some good stuff going on.
0: I just, I think I wanted them to concentrate more on Agatha though, if they were sure. going to go into backstory, because the vision. I mean, I guess not every. I mean, I don't know the vision Wanda stuff. I feel like had kind of been covered a little bit at least, and you know, like uh, was I guess that was Captain America Civil War when they kind of. I don't know. I get confused, and yeah. then obviously in uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on. But um, so I don't know that we necessarily needed that scene. I know you really liked that scene because that's where you took a sin off. Yeah. Um, so
2: today, your thoughts.
3: I think when I saw it, I was let down. Um, But now that I have had time, I'm okay with it. Because when I saw it, it felt to me like, yeah, I know this already. Blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah." Mm -hmm. And I I had that feeling of, let's get, okay, but. And I'm with you. I kind of wanted to know more about Agatha because she was the person that I have spent the least amount of time with Mm -hmm. that is obviously clearly an important MCU character. And I was, I'm curious about her powers and what she's doing. Um, but I think what this did for people that I talked to afterwards who weren't as familiar with Wanda Maximoff and didn't recall information about her yeah, is this gave them the backstory stuff that I think that people in general who aren't as familiar or whatever mm-hmm. would want to know, especially heading into her, whatever role she's going to be playing in future right. content. This this fleshes out more of her character in one succinct moment, not just the series itself, but kind of like here's what happened before this. And it did do a quickly and a good, a good job of answering some other questions that we had. Um, It very cleverly sets up uh, a different perspective of Wanda going to take vision's body. So we realized like, Oh, she didn't take the body. That was kind of an interesting way to, to reveal sort of how she came to the town and all this stuff that was sort of checking boxes and answering questions here and there in a very interesting order. And I thought I, now I think they did a good job, but in the moment I was disappointed. Um, but I think now it's an episode that I actually, uh, did like, I I think it's good. I think it was a really good opportunity for them to, to do a lot in their same format of kind of visiting things from the past. Um, I also think that, I don't know, the more I the more I like look at my experience with WandaVision, and of course you guys know now we've seen the finale and we're a week past the finale, uh, it's, it grows on me to this day. It's not something that's souring for me, even after the finale. Right. It's something that I, I really think is like good work. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I really know, I, good I, work.
0: I know what you're saying. I agree. And I do think, Looking back now, I mean, I, I think you need this episode. I just wish it I had do been, I'd done a little better. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. It's just if you had to pick Elise's favorite, uh, that'd probably be mine. I did like the stuff with Hayward, though, because this was where at least we could see that where Hayward's villainy kind of starts. Because yeah. I think you're supposed to take out of that that he wanted her to
2: bring yeah. him back to life, yes. right? Because he yeah you yeah. Know, Yeah, because why
0: else would he have brought her in there? And then he makes that Mm -hmm. comment. You have the power to do this.
2: He's trying to goad her into activating their vision. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I think it was also. So there's one quick thing about Agatha. You're as I'm watching her because I'm wondering this whole time how much she's aware of Wanda and what like what they're doing in this universe, knowing that in the comics, Agatha kind of taught her. And so this is their version. Yeah. And, no, and again, they this is up. very lightly kind of sprinkled knowledge. This isn't Denae doing a deep dive into Agatha. So there's certainly people out there that know a lot better than me and probably have much better ability to explain things. But she kind of taught her, well, she is doing a similar thing in this series, too, in an interesting way by talking to her and showing her powers. And so as this episode goes on and she's conjuring and she's doing these things, she's explaining how magic works and also i think trying to help the audience understand that powers come from different places in the mc universe sometimes it's a power that's because you were exposed to something that exploded that was you know scientific mm-hmm. and but in wanda's case it seems to be a combination of a pre-existing ability to do magic which is very mutant like mm-hmm. yeah. actually um, and then exposure to the soul stone Which is also an important thing that I don't know any of us knew before we saw it here in this episode that she was exposed to the soul stone, which part of its ability and power now is inside of her. And so like by the end of this episode, I'm kind of like going, okay, so vision is there. It's his soul. It's a representation of his soul. It's not physical vision. It's his essence vision that she was able to access and kind of have in this physical space. Um, I think that was kind of where I landed. And I also ended this episode wondering if she was going to just become Agatha's student. And if you haven't watched the finale, you don't know where that goes or how that ends up. But because of my previous knowledge, I thought, okay, it's still not like a hundred percent that she's not going to follow Agatha and, and, uh, learn something more about her powers and her abilities. Right. So, yeah,
0: I'm also yeah. a fan of witch shit. I should say that. Like, are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. Yeah? I, I and I. That's one of my favorite like horror tropes or whatever. I, I like stuff about witches, and I kind of yeah, and- I don't want like I don't want bad things to happen, but I I, like, I kind of want some of that to be real. Like I <laughs> like the idea of casting a spell. You know, like that just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I it's like it's like one of those things. I just I kind I, I kind of want to be a thing, but there's yeah. something
2: very spiritual that's built uh into human evolution of wanting to control your environment through saying words and those kind of things. And and honestly, you see it in religion too with prayer and different things like that. Like there's there's this
3: or messages in water, or if you've ever watched stuff and you think that that has validity to it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: just that 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 very spiritual side of the world that you. You know, um so I do you get know what that. that is, Jonathan? I, I get that. I get that connection to that.
3: There's there was a scientist there was a scientific experiment that um had people they would take like a, a microscopic photo of water molecules and when the words spoken into these containers were like love and peace and kindness, they look like snowflakes. But if it was like hatred and chaos and murder and like negative words, it was like these weird, uh devolved version of like shapes. It was really weird. And then they did like musical experiments too, where they would take pictures of the molecules after exposed to music of various kinds. And it was just really interesting. And the idea is that like people are also made of water. And so when you curse someone and you're, you talk negatively to someone, like you can actually alter parts of what's in bodies. And so I think that's an interesting thing too, whether you believe in that stuff or not. I think the idea behind it is- I think that's why it's important we to can. try to speak love to each other it's also, really actually very important
0: and also by the way i, I hope i didn't insult anyone out there listening because i i don't want to i know that wiccan is actually you know there are wiccans out there yes. so yeah i definitely don't want that to be insulting i just like i said i
2: kind of wish i kind of
0: hope that is a thing you know
2: that's yeah the, you know possible. you've seen the experiments on plants and singing to plants and talking yeah. to plants mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff too and you just you, yeah i think there's what what i come down to is i think we have to as human beings just continue to be uh humble enough to go i don't understand exactly how the world works i don't understand the relationship between you know uh all of the 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 physical things that happen in our world um science is a very wonderful way of trying to figure a lot of that stuff out but we are just we are so incapable i think in many ways well, of figuring some of that stuff out so yeah if
0: you're able to find, like, some kind of, like, inner spiritual peace and you're not hurting anybody, I mean, good for you. Like, I wish I did. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I, do,
3: I do want to go on to say, like, just real, just real, real quickly. So um, I learned about, like, messages in water when I was in massage therapy school where I also learned about the Chinese five elements and very, like, you know, metaphysical type stuff. And I remember going afterwards and being like, oh, that's so amazing. And then I went to go research. And there's, like, so much stuff. That's like pseudoscience right. and this is mumbo jumbo and it's not credible and all this various stuff. But I think the idea is what I'm talking about. Right. So I don't want people to think that I'm like just quoting something that was purely scientific. I don't know that it actually ever went above and beyond. Because if that was true, we would definitely all know more about it. <laughs> like <laughs> That's pretty incredible.
0: That, that's Yeah, that's always my – I just – I always wonder like if any of this stuff is – like I mean, I, anything's possible in this but world, we have a fascination right? But I feel like with there it. are things. That's what that, I was saying.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, we it, have a fascination with wanting yeah. these things to be like. We want to be able to cast a spell, like or do something. But I feel like we kind of do have that ability in a way in being kind and, and like intentionally spending time with each other because that does lift each other up. But seeing stuff on screen that has, like, witch casts and stuff, I'm super with you, Jonathan. I've always
2: really enjoyed it. Well, it it wouldn't be an episode of Behind uh, the Sins if we uh, didn't get uh, a little deeper on some of this stuff. That was a a really fun conversation. I love it. Um, Let's get into the video. Go watch the craft. (laughs) Let's get into the video itself. Uh, Danae, you get to start us off since Jonathan and I wrote on this.
3: Okay. Um, I like like that. Oh, she's purpling their blue and it's sucking the life out of them because purple. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, we get to play around with that in the finale as well. Just the idea of, you know, they've got to show us different things visually, but without explaining anything is. It, that was just a fun way of making it one thing, kind of general.
0: One thing about the MCU I've never cared much for is a lot of the action scenes because I don't think they do a good enough job explaining who's more powerful than who and why, no. and it, it just ends up kind of being people zapping each yes, other and, and
2: and it's important. It is important. It it really is because (laughs) it's important to our investment. (laughs) Understanding what's going on helps us to invest in the characters we love or the ones we want to like. We like it helps our rooting abilities. What you know, all that stuff is based on our understanding.
3: uh... I feel like what you're saying is you want, like, a little health bar and, like, sure, a little mana bar sure. underneath their character while they're fighting so you can kind of see. I just want to understand what's going
2: on <laughs> enough mean, to be able to root for it properly,
0: you know? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, because I, it has been done in other movies, I, I, you know, and it, it's been done in different ways. But there's just, you mm-hmm. know, even I, guess if, I don't know.
3: It doesn't bother me. And maybe I'm super out, but it doesn't bother me because I think visually it's still telling a story. What I didn't understand about this moment that I feel like they could have done a better job on is it seemed to me that Agatha herself was surprised at what was happening. And that's the stuff I kind of want to dig more into. But that's that's them leaving a lot of like background that they're going to reveal at a different time. Maybe this character will have like a brief flashback or something and we'll kind of learn more about her powers or they don't want to spend the time explaining it because it doesn't really matter to the point of what they're I think to. it's yeah, probably no. more Might that
2: not. I I, I mm-hmm. honestly I honestly would not be surprised if we're done with Agatha in the MCU
3: what no I, no, 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 no I would not be surprised not. Catherine, sure Han, Catherine
2: Han now this means nothing believe me this means nothing <laughs> Catherine Hahn herself has said they, they have no plans for me beyond this i have heard of no plans for me beyond this so and that again means nothing but okay okay, okay but okay. it's possible it's certainly
3: possible and okay, okay okay
2: and you're right today it's not that big of a deal
0: Wait, but is that I a just,
3: spoiler
2: i don't know i'm sorry if for it is who haven't,
3: for <laughs> people who haven't seen the finale I, I, uh, no, no not, not really
2: not really we're no. just
0: saying whether or not she would come back yeah. you know yeah, i don't yeah. know that
2: the, i don't think that's a spoiler
0: yeah But I think what I mean, just with the action scenes like that, she doesn't die in the finale. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what I mean with those action scenes like that, I'm just—they don't really bother me. I just never get that invested in them because it—I just feel like I know who's going to win. They're not really going to
2: explain why they won, right? Yeah, right. It becomes a lot of noise because you don't understand it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um. Okay. Uh, I like the um, the lead in being like I got close with fake Pietro, Pietro, if you will, and then our. We'll handle the lazy nicknames around here Agatha snarkness mm-hmm. wow that was just good um the puberty sin was funny because uh I did not understand it and I'm the one with boobs so that was just funny <laughs> I don't even know
0: if that's something people would call boobs it's just that's immediately
2: what I thought of well when she you and me both buddy like that was my first I wrote the I, I I almost wrote the exact same sin but I couldn't figure out how to uh, make it like uh not gross. I
3: literally reviewed this and I was like, I don't get this joke. And then both of you are like, "Uh, it's a it's a boob, it's a boob joke, <laughs> like growing boobs, yeah." <laughs> like, oh, okay. They're called guns. So I learned something new. Uh, during I don't think the they are process. called
2: guns. It just the way it said makes it sound like that guns <laughs> means boobs. Like, like I remember, I remember maybe like
3: how how. Uh, I, okay i remember like i, I mean so.
2: earlier in this early like i don't know this probably be in the outtakes
0: but you were saying the boobs had toes i mean i think the, <laughs> i think the guns thing is
2: more <laughs> apt boy that out of context I mean, is just that's just
3: wonderful
0: That's gonna
2: be
3: weird
0: you it's just to cut golden that. <laughs> that's just golden
3: um and i also like the the the, the sin that points out the how the home and the broadcast studio because that is something i am so confused yeah. about when, when, when she kind of begins to turn around and see that the house is part of a studio. Yeah, I think,
0: I mean, I took that that was just Agatha, what Agatha was showing her, but, I, but, but it's Agatha not But Agatha wasn't clear. in control of it's, those.
3: That's why it's confusing.
2: She had to wait for Wanda to open those doors well, and show her things that she hadn't seen before. Yeah. That's what I... Right. I was just confused. Yeah, that, that,
0: the whole thing was confused because
2: it felt it's like... it so confusing. It felt like, a
0: go- like we call her a ghost of Christmas past, and it right. felt like that, right? But at the same time, like you're saying... She needed Wanda to show her that. It wasn't like she was showing Wanda that. Right, Wanda was actually showing her that.
3: Right, because she took a piece of her hair, and so it was based on her past, which also is interesting, and I'm confused about that because that had to mean her hair would have been on her head for a very long time. If it was based on like her hair's experience. Oh, I see So that's another question yeah. entirely. And, and <laughs>
2: if we're making stuff up in this studio environment, does that mean that we're making stuff up in the other environments as well? Or are we supposed to believe those it things very, actually happen? You know, like.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of questions in that. But I, I'm glad that you had that in there because, I mean, this I love the sins and they're funny. But then there are some like genuine questions that this the mm-hmm. show m- may never answer. So those are the ones I wrote down.
0: Uh, what about you, Jonathan? Uh, and we will now take our all our hoods down simultaneously for maximum creepiness. I like that uh, one too. Just the just kind of a stab at Aaron. The full house of family ties it was fun. <laughs> yeah, um, that was fun. You said board wrong. I thought it was great. But I, I did also my other, my last two. Uh, they should have called it the Herpy Stones because that shit's never going away. <laughs> and uh, this must be that new math thing I've heard so much about. <laughs> which I love which that has, one. As a parent <laughs> <laughs> dealing with math, current math, right, right, it's awful. Yeah, just, yeah, it's not. It's not. You get. You get. It's. It's fine. But it's just. I. It's. Awful. I don't understand why. I don't get it. Why
2: did math have to change? I know. A- old person thing to say
0: also Aaron just doing your uh the I'm bored bit was very funny I you know we <laughs> will
2: uh we will have some of that in uh in the um keeping tabs uh Danae has requested a uh, audio uh no. keeping tabs <laughs> this week of me experimenting with how to do that uh so yeah that'll be in there um, I also wanted to mention the, uh, the sin about, uh, your rules been to me and then just the new England Patriots. Uh, you know, that was really fun. Uh, magic on autopilot, Disney's corporate slogan for its film division <laughs> accidentally makes it into the script. Um, the, I had mentioned the puberty one, the breaking dad wanted to mention that pun. That was fun. Uh,
3: okay. I did not get that one until I watched, I until I watched uh-huh. it and I realized like, Oh, <laughs> oh it's, that's the same guy. <laughs> is,
2: oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and, and I wanted to mention the uh, Wanda just busting down the doors when all the guy had to do was push a button. And just mm-hmm. the, the fact that that is, that is all for the intensity of the show. Because first of all, the guy could have just pushed the button. And unlock the doors, mm-hmm. but instead he's like, uh, "Give me a second. Uh, I need to push a button." Yeah, what's he getting up to go do? Right, like, I right, exactly. Yeah. And then, and yeah. then she's like, she can't wait for a, a button, and she just busts the doors open. Um, anyhow, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, and then I also really loved. I get that superheroes would have to drive their normal people Buick like a boring person from time to time. Uh, but it feels wrong to Denae? me. Like. Like a werewolf holding a
0: gun sort of wrong. Yeah, uh, really Denae rewrote that one a little bit. I I had it a little different, and then she made it better with the old Buick thing. So Yeah.
3: Yeah, I actually went to go see what she was driving because I thought it'd be fun to specifically mention it. And what was really great is that I saw—we had already sinned that, and I loved that that was in there because I think that was uncomfortable to watch. Uh, like this incredibly powerful being just get into right, a car and right. drive. <laughs> it's
0: just such- and by the way, the werewolf with a gun thing is underworld because right, that's that, right. I, oh, I just remember when that movie okay. came out. I'm like, why are they firing guns at each yes, other? They are yes. vampires and werewolves. So <laughs> <Like>, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs>
3: um and so when i went to go find it i like to to figure out like make sure that i knew what kind of a vehicle that it was or be as confident as one can be when writing and um there were so many reddit threads of people equally uncomfortable <laughs> with it i was like that's hilarious because i don't know why it i mean was. why it makes sense yeah i don't know i mean yeah of course they're not it's, not gonna just like, fly it's like everywhere we, i guess it's
0: like if we saw her like pay a water bill <laughs> you know like we saw her go online and pay right. a water bill like that would just be weird yeah. <laughs> i don't know why because yeah. obviously
2: they would have to pay their bills but <laughs> no it's good it's a good point it's a good point let's move on to big bang theory the adhesive duct deficiency or as i called it in our notes for the day the big band theory uh which is apparently about uh, the <laughs> Big Band era. Laugh. <laughs> this was a uh hukins script uh hukins script this was uh danae and
3: You're going to be the kins of everything. How do you feel about that, (laughs) now.
2: For now. (laughs) That's Uh, the easiest way to do it. uh, Danae and Jonathan writing on this one. um, I don't know that we need to talk too much more about Big Bang Theory. We've kind of set our piece on it. This particular episode appears to me uh, to be just kind of a typical sitcom, over-the-top stupidity kind of thing that happens in these shows.
0: Half of it's okay. Like the Sheldon and Penny stuff has its moments, but even it. It's well. It starts off horribly, but it ends, I guess, better. But the the stuff with the guys at the campsite is not funny. Are any like, of
2: us starting to want to watch more of this show at well, all?
0: I, I I've seen it. I've seen every episode. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, you. Yeah. That's right. You've seen them all. Yeah, and I mean, look, I I, I think I've said this before. I don't particularly like on it, it's definitely not consistently funny and it definitely right. there towards the end. I was just like, I just might as well finish it. <laughs> right. I know uh, that feeling. And it was something I want. It was something I watched with my, my wife too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was our show, but, um, but I do, but I do overall like the cast, like they're they're They work really well together. And I think, and Danae even gave that sin off with, uh, you know, oh, uh, that, was Danae that
2: gave the sin off. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was Danae that actually said, oh, okay, I might watch one more episode. Um, yeah, but, I lied. Oh, but, but, <laughs> the, but, but the way they put them together and the dynamics between the actors was always fun. And um, But I get why people just absolutely hate it because it's so generic a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. And it's weird. Like it, it. Sometimes it wants them to be like... I mean, it, they're supposed to be really smart people, but then there's scenes where they're just really dumb. Like, they're not smart. You know, like mm-hmm. if we pointed that out yeah. in this episode. Uh, but the Penny Sheldon stuff was always the best, like, for me. So... Uh, there's some kind of, there's like a sweetness to that relationship, even though they're very mean to each other.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And I
0: think that has everything to do with uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who clearly is a very good actor because of Flight Attendant. And I mean, there's a lot, you know, she's a lot better than I thought she was, but,
2: and who plays Sheldon? All of a sudden, I can't remember his name. I'm not going to remember. I'd have to look it up as well. While you're looking that up though, I will tell you, it reminded you mentioned her, her name Kuoko and Jim, Jim Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, that's correct. Thank you, uh, I had recently uh, watched the Critics' Choice Awards that happened recently through a, a Zoom feed that came from the East Coast uh, feed, and this was presented to people who either didn't have access to the CW mm-hmm. or who were on the West Coast and wouldn't it wouldn't be live for another you know three hours uh, because you know it airs at uh, yeah the times at the different places so a lot of the people in this zoom call were people from la who were you know trying to watch the broadcast uh as it happened including apparently the kuokos uh because you know <laughs> one of the zooms was named like larry kuoko or something i don't i don't remember who actually it was another female name and then there was also the odenkirks it was like steve odenkirk or something like that and then I'm so what was interesting is most people know just you know don't turn your camera or microphone on, but a few people left their cameras on uh, during the Zoom. So you're broadcast.
0: talking about this was like her family,
2: right? Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I assume there was there was never anybody yeah. on hers, but I, I it reminded me of the funny story at the the Odenkirk house or whatever this was. Uh, they had <laughs> they left their camera on, and so <laughs> right after Better Call Saul lost to uh, something else in like best drama best TV drama or whatever The Crown I think all the yeah The Crown all of a sudden Bob Odenkirk shows up on screen like downing like a chocolate pudding cup <laughs> he's just like <laughs> hanging out on his computer <laughs> or something I guess he was waiting in case he had to make a speech right, or in something in case he had to make a yeah. speech yeah and so yeah. you know after
3: the- and the whole time he's sitting there like man I really want to get that put <laughs> up but, right. uh, yeah, but I mean as soon as I can that thing is just I destroyed if he was I actually kind I of relieved so they
2: didn't win
0: because anyone knows? had to wait right, like oh, another two who minutes. knows? He Which
3: was completely
2: unaware he out. was on camera for a couple seconds and he was like, oh, our camera's on and he turned it off. But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> this really It was great. one of those funny things uh, that happened. So uh, awesome. But yeah, no,
0: I get why people don't like it. But yeah, yeah for sure. You
2: know. Let's get into the, the sins for the video itself. Uh, okay.
3: I just won't comment I thought, on it I thought you should said, definitely
2: comment it. Yeah. If you want to comment on the episode, go ahead. I thought you had already said you weren't interested in it anymore.
3: Yeah, that's that's all I can say then. That's all I'll say. Because <laughs> <No, laughs> I
2: had asked if we I, I know, to go further. I know, the, and...
0: I know the campsite stuff was uh, not pleasant. I think,
3: so so when we decide what episodes we sin, des- we kind of try to think of the ones that people would remember. Right. You know, oh, which ones would they remember? So this one, I feel like it stands out because there's pot shenanigans and then he touches her boob. You and might be right. that's pretty much all. Yeah. I think that's the reason people would remember this. This episode. isn't one
0: that stood out to me. It took me a second to even remember what was going on. So this was definitely yeah. not one I remembered. So
3: I really don't. I don't really. Truly, I'm just giving you shit. But I just. I don't really have a lot to add to it, except for that it's interesting to see the show because um, the first ones that I were was sinning were so early, and so this is obviously where they they had had a lot of experience together as a group at this point. Um or more, because I think they, they continued on for
0: a yeah, long time. Was, How long? Ten seasons. A long yeah, time. Something like that.
3: I remember whenever I was, look, I, I don't I don't think I looked it up for any specific purpose, but I was, uh, I think I was trying to find outtake material for this one. And I was looking for audio from other seasons or other moments, standout moments. And I just happened to watch a clip of the finale. Um, and yeah, I just didn't see it getting any better any better
0: oh no it definitely didn't I don't know. Uh, yeah I, I just made myself sad it's 280 episodes i watched 280
2: episodes of <laughs> time well spent time well, well there's Spent.
3: No, there's no shame nah, in that nah. I, um it, it's i think it's a safe sitcom it it's not something is. that requires a lot of brain power or anything no. um and it was fun to send this one was actually I had a good time. Well, I
2: had a good time watching it for sure. Uh, You guys did a great job. Here's a few that I wanted to point out. Taking this long to realize real sex is better than Dune. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love that one because you can kind of interpret it two ways, Uh, whether they're talking about the actual HBO or, you know... Or, or real, real sex. sex. <laughs> Neither <laughs> is true. Uh, check out the penny burrito here. She had to have ripped the shower curtain from the rod and barrel rolled in the bath to get it wrapped around her just right. And with a dislocated shoulder, uh, because we can't see Penny boob. No, on of course television. not. Of course not. No. Nope. Uh, casually touching someone's sternum without consent. <laughs> uh, getting that wrong. Trolling troll, the audience. Troll. Love troll.
3: It. Troll, troll. Uh,
2: Now we know that Penny's pendulum swings from calm while friend gropes breasts without permission to reacts wildly when asked about her period. And honestly, I've never been more confused about this character. I really love that one. Uh, I can believe that these bozos would pop a surprise pot cookie and fall into a drug-induced chaos. I can't believe they would miss the meteor shower. You know, they have alarms set on their calculator watches. That was a good observation. Yeah, absolutely. So really well done. Uh, What about you, Danae?
3: Oh, um, uh, I think I wanted to, to, to point out that Jonathan was very uncomfortable with the 14 seconds of sex sin. And I,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't uncomfortable. I was just, I didn't read it correctly. I didn't read it correctly. I was like, you were just like, it felt like, a Danae is mad that these characters are talking about well, having you, sex with these women you you
2: interpreted her as saying he's bad at sex but in what yeah the and sin i was like how really, do we, i just said how do we know that like how do we what know what the yeah. sin is really talking about is that if it has if it's he wouldn't yeah last. he wouldn't last because it's been so long he wouldn't last right. long yeah. yeah well when right. she said well he hasn't a, if
0: he's if he's had that big of a dry spell i'm like oh yeah no, no that makes total sense i get it now i just <laughs> i read it the uh, i read it the wrong way
3: it was really funny yeah. though to have I mean, the conversations Isn't we have great? while writing oh, these yeah, setups, right. they're Crazy. just yeah. amazing. Um, the Roll commercials was fun on this one because, yeah. of course, it's like, wait, is this going to happen every time? And I think we're – I continue to enjoy that we have uh, a lot of creative freedom and fun with the teams and stuff to just do goofy mm-hmm. stuff here and there. Uh, and I really liked um, being able to point out this, the, the pinwheels um, because those are delicious. <laughs> and They are. They, should all, they they shouldn't even be where they were. Uh, and then I, I don't know. I liked also all of the times that uh, Jonathan was pointing out that the cab or ambulance would have already kind of That's been there. Oh it was God. just, it's just so ridiculous. And that, and I, I was trying to find an angle there too. But Jonathan wrote it so perfectly; it was so good because the whole idea that somebody who doesn't know how to drive is supposed to drive someone who is needing to go to the hospital is just dumb. Yeah. That's just. Dumb.
0: Well, I noticed somebody Dumb. said in the comments that she probably didn't have insurance and that's why they didn't do it, but that's not what, but that's not what they said. She said she didn't want to do it because they didn't have time. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> but that is the primary of example of you doing the work for the show when it's not there. You know, that yeah. is yeah. that is yeah. the primary example. We talk about it sometimes where it's like we, you shouldn't have to do that. Those mental gymnastics to figure out a way it could be, you know, true. Um Yeah.
0: And I actually thought I remembered when they got to the hospital that they did talk about the fact that she didn't have insurance, but I think I was confusing it. There's a Friends episode where that happens. And I think I was
3: getting those ah,
0: confused. Interesting. Yeah,
3: no, Rachel pretends to, to be Monica
0: the, or something. I can't
3: remember. Oh yeah, I don't remember that one, but they didn't do that in this one. No. He just had to fill out the form because her her arm was dislocated. Yeah, and
0: he so. he wrote like he made comments about uh,
3: really menstruating
0: ones. and <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: but that was that was the moment of note of of seeing uh parsons as an actor that was just yeah he's playing this character so it's so fun to watch him play this character even if the show around is a little bit like i don't like yeah. I, i'm not interested him playing that character is interesting yeah it
0: is and uh yeah no it, it definitely is
3: uh, Jonathan did
2: you go through your sins uh, Yeah
0: you guys You guys said most of them I will say I like the term dweeb I thought that was really <laughs> funny And uh, I just like Trekkies or Trekkers Or I don't give a fuck Mostly because I like the way Aaron read it um,
2: <laughs> Really I don't remember What did
0: I do I don't know. It was just you just or I don't give a fuck. It was just you just read it well. I mean, I don't know. It was just oh, funny. Thanks, I I don't I don't know how I pictured it and I just remember it cracked me up because and the reason and it was really random why I did that scent. I just I sometimes I just watch Siskel and Ebert reviews on YouTube, as people do. As one does. And I was watching them review some of the Star Trek movies, and in one of them, Gene Siskel, calls them Trekkies, and then Roger Ebert's like, you know, they're actually called Trekkers, and I don't even know if that's true. And I'm I'm really into Star Trek, but uh That's. I had just watched that, so that when I when I started writing the sin, I just was like I threw that in.
2: Yeah. There. My my understanding is there is some debate in the Star Trek community as to what they prefer to be. I guess I just don't. I haven't done a lot of look into the fandom because I typically just watch the stuff and then move on. I'm typically just an actual fan. I don't uh, engage in the (laughs) the extracurriculars. Although
0: I have been to two Star
2: Trek conventions. I'm not nice, but. When I was younger, I
0: found recently a picture I of my... came second in a trivia contest, and I Ooh. won a signed script.
2: Ooh. I uh, found recently a picture of my wife and I at an X Files convention, uh, and I have now put that up by my computer. So that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Were you dressed up? No, we weren't dressed up. For I never it. dressed we, up. They either. had a photo op where you could like pose by the car that uh, like you were being abducted. And like yeah. look up at the lights, kind of thing. Nice. And uh,
0: yeah, I did not, but I went. Uh, Dave, Dave Irwin, who's been on the Sincast before, I went with him to the two I went to, and he did. He did. I think he. I know he did dress up, but I don't remember if he did at the ones I went. Yeah. But I know he would do that. I so. Uh, and you know, it's
2: fun. I, yeah. I like that people get that into it. No, I've just never been much of a costume person for sure. There is no music video sins this week. Uh, so let's move on to cinema sins. We'll start with Last Action Hero. Uh, This was a Scottkinson script, uh, Jeremy and Chris writing on this one.
3: I can start with Mr. Chris's thoughts, if he would like. Yeah, let's hear what Chris has to say. Um, He says, this movie opened June 18th, 1993, and I got my first job working at a movie theater when this came out. Jurassic Park was one week old. Arnold Schwarzenegger was one, if not the biggest star in movies at the time. And in the parentheses, he says, Tom Cruise and Kevin Costner had a say. Uh, So I guess Sony thought they could come out with this movie a week after the dinosaur flick and cash in. Problem is, last action hero was PG-13, and it seemed to be a comedy, despite trailers promising another big Arnie action film. People did not respond to this very well, and Jurassic Park was all the rage, so this movie didn't make much money. But over the years, it became a cult classic. It takes on a lot of those action movie tropes in a pretty funny manner, but the fact that it doesn't explore its world enough is a bit of a downer. Maybe if this had been successful, we would have gotten um, a peek into it more. But one of the movie's jokes is to show Sylvester Stallone playing Arnie's role in Terminator 2. Terminator 2. We see this on a standee inside a blockbuster video but every movie on the shelves is exactly the same, which is impossible. If you start running into time travel style paradoxes, there's even a shot of real deal visible on the shelves. And this, um, and this, the movie basically wanting to have its meta references and eat them too. Since nobody knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the quote unquote, Jack Slater world. It also has a moment when Jack and Danny walk into a police station and Catherine, Mm Trammell from Basic Instinct walks out along with Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. So in quote unquote movie world, you apparently have characters from movies wandering around, but you also have the movies these characters are from being made by studios, apparently unaware the characters from their imaginations exist in real life. Uh, The huge thing that doesn't make sense in this is how the main bad guy played by Charles Dance knows how to get characters out of films using the Houdini ticket. He somehow finds a reel from Jack Slater 3 and is able to take that movie's villain out of it without playing the film at all. We don't know how he got his hands on the reel at all. And it's one of the many things you're just supposed to shrug off and not think about too deeply. Perhaps my favorite thing to write on this one was after Robert Prosky talks about his movie theater career. I got to write a personal note that he accurately predicted my own movie theater career. That's one Mm -hmm. of my favorite jokes. Me too. Uh, Quote, started out as a usher, then projectionist sin. Basically what I did. I also enjoyed picking apart the projection booth. None of the things made sense there. I even wanted to go deep into why the movie that was playing couldn't have been out of focus at the beginning when Danny is watching Jack Slater 3 Robert Prosky says quote that used to never happen to me unquote as if he was in any way responsible for the movie going mysteriously out of focus I had movies go out of focus on me a couple times but it was always due to some unforeseen thing and in this case I highly doubted it would have happened like this but since I wasn't an expert on those particular projectors I figured it was too wordy and argumentative oh oh yeah Picking apart the newspaper advertising, um, all the films, all of them Sony from 1992, many of them coming out in different times of the year and also advertising 1985's Jagged Edge and 90's Jacob Ladder. I loved pointing out that uh, a studio loves coming out with multiple R-rated movies at the same time. Competing against yourself for those plentiful R-rated dollars is so fun.
2: End. <laughs> uh yeah he mentions a lot of the stuff uh that i liked from the the video as well um i haven't really seen last action hero since i saw it whenever it first kind of broke under the scene so i i just i remember thinking it was kind of my cup of tea because of how meta it was but i just don't didn't remember a lot of specifics until watching this video and watching this video i'm just like yeah you kind of overdid the meta right like i think if i watched it again i'd be like uh none of this makes sense but it's still fun um
3: jeremy says um last action hero is great shit i'm late okay so uh behind the scenes he just got his notes to me okay i loved all the sins that we and mostly chris found regarding the theater, the projection systems, et cetera. Oh, and the sin about the hot blockbuster video girl firing me is a hundred percent. A true story, (laughs) particularly proud of the Brad Pitt broke his wrist in this scene. And he's not even in this movie. That's a variation of the my uh, Tom Cruise instead of doing this stunt himself, and he isn't even this movie sin, but only really works for people that know the story about the movie Seven, where Pitt slipped while running across taxis mm-hmm. for a scene and broke his wrist, so they had to write the injury into the movie, and now you know the rest of the story.
2: Nice,
0: thank you. Uh, what was that guy's name? Paul.
3: Uh, that's your boss, Jeremy. Oh, the rest of
0: the story, <laughs> guy. What was Paul Harvey, man? To his name?
3: Paul Harvey, thank
0: yeah. you, thank you. And now God. you
2: know the rest, the rest of, the story. of the story.
3: I don't know who that is. It's a shame. I know He's incredible. That's I know that hey, phrase, right?
0: I like last action here. Every
3: single radio conference that Aaron and I went to. Yeah. It was like the thing and I the new girl that doesn't know anything about radio at all just dropped into the yeah. middle of radio universe and was always like, You don't know who Paul, oh you've got a blah 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 and I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> is this is like <laughs>
2: Paul Harvey is a radio.
0: Guys, god. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was just okay. a syndicated <laughs> segment. And like I don't even remember, like he just would pop up and like I'd be listening to sports talk or something mm-hmm. and they would just every now and, you know, you just hear a Paul Harvey bit. Yep, you know, yeah, at exactly. some point uh my experience last action here i saw it when it came out i've seen it several times Uh, like i've mentioned before i'm a huge shane black fan and i i don't i have i didn't look this up because i can't remember if he came into this late i think he did like i don't think he was one of the original writers but i do remember this was more of a straight up action movie i think at one point and schwarzenegger kind of wanted to make it more of a parody because he had been doing so many of these he just you know Although which is kind of funny because he does, I think, True Lies right after this, which is definitely an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um because this one probably probably because this one didn't make that much money. But um but yeah, I, I think this movie's fun. I, I you know, I it it's fun. I, I think it's a little over the top. I think it's a little too over the top at times and you know, not every joke lands, but enough stuff does. Charles Dance is really good. Uh, Tom Noonan is really creepy as the Ripper or whatever, and uh, that all that kind of stuff's fun. I do agree with the the, the video though that it loses momentum uh, once they come to the real world. Um, um, once the characters yeah. come into the real world, yeah, that makes it, sense. It loses a little momentum at that point, but uh, but you I but yeah, but anyways, um, I, I think overall it's fun
2: uh let's talk about the sins well, i want to know Danae's opinion of the movie i making assumptions <laughs> again i apologize Danae, have you seen last action hero
3: yes i have no. nice no i haven't oh, i'm sorry man you can't you can't
2: you can't troll us like that
3: listen 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 when you skipped me for the last <laughs> one i had to do something banger on this one uh no yeah no i haven't seen it well let's get it. into
2: the sins then and Danae, uh since you haven't seen it why don't you uh, start us off with some of your favorites
3: uh, I liked the, um, well, Chris already mentioned mm-hmm. that one, the one of predicting himself. Uh, I, the series of blockbuster sins were, uh, always fun mostly because it's interesting to see blockbuster again yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> from my perspective. I'm, I'm looking at the, the, uh, the movie footage and I'm having flashbacks to walking through those aisles, yeah. looking for something to watch with my family. And it's just so odd to, I don't know. It's just like an odd it's an odd thing to experience. Do I guess. we really
0: miss? Like, do, um, do either of you miss that? Oh, not at all. No, I don't think I do either. Yeah. I get the, I get I, the nostalgia. I get it, but like,
2: I mean, just, I don't know. I'm kind of like I having to yes. get yes. in a like vehicle the time and drive wasting. to a store and then look at all the shelves <laughs> and then have to figure out if something is even available. If it's a new release, are they all gone? Then having to actually interact with another human being to rent said thing. Then having to not forget. <laughs> Over the course of the next three days, to take it back, or I'm going to have to and extra rewind money it and to rewi- rewind. it.
3: No, I don't. Please rewind because now
2: I don't. I do not miss it.
0: And, and first, and it's blockbuster too. Like I can understand, like I miss like some mom and pop, like some local store that was in my neighborhood or something. But like blockbuster is like it's just like that's like if like Walmart left and you're like <laughs> I miss Walmart.
3: Okay, so the I things know. I miss about it are nostalgia-based, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was a different era for having things to watch at home, where you would have access to, if like, a VHS player, and that was it. It was TV, or go rent something or buy it. And renting was the way to test a movie out yeah. before you knew if you wanted to buy it. And so, yeah, maybe you didn't get the new release, but walking the aisles and looking at all these different options to watch... That was it was like a, I would have never seen some of the things that I would have watched because you pick up a box and you read it and that's all the information you get. It's just a picture on the front and whatever description they gave you and you take it home and just which, try it out. which I,
0: I doubt Aaron read the back of a video box knowing that he doesn't watch trailers.
2: Uh I
3: don't <laughs> That's all you could do though. I don't remember I don't
2: ever listen, if you know my personality, you know I specifically watch things because I want to watch them. I don't remember ever going to a blockbuster and browsing for what to watch. Oh, it the, was
3: that's how we did it as a family. My brother right. would go no, down I his that. aisles that he liked, and I would go down mine, yep. and my mom and dad, like we no, would all kind of split up and we would come back together with our options and then decide what we wanted to do and we like who does that anymore yeah, no, no, I no, so that's I the it. kind of here's, stuff that I think is interesting here's
0: my guess is what Aaron did is he had a sheet of paper he had like four <laughs> he had like four tiers these five movies were in the first tier oh
3: no did you go down the list and be like here's my top five and you go you find number one mm-hmm. it's not there you go to number two mm-hmm. it's not there yeah. number you, three. is that you what happened you don't know how
2: close you are like that is <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take the paper with me but I, I definitely <laughs> had a list <laughs> Imagine <laughs> seeing that dude in the store, just like looking at paper, and be like, "Oh man,
0: I'm gonna throw something at that guy." Oh, I'm just man. kidding. I would I never know. do that.
3: And it was fun, too, because they sold candy and popcorn. So uh, yeah, then it was yeah. we got to pick our options yeah. for movie. And mm. it was it was very movie based. And then we would go and watch them as a family. Yeah. And we just don't do that anymore. And yeah. there was you always know?
0: like a subway or a pizza place like right, oh, next, yeah. Door. Yeah, right like, next door. Right that, next door. That is true, though. I will say that because we'll always be like, hey, do you guys want to find a movie to watch tonight? And it'll be like, well, maybe we'll do it another. Because But if you wouldn't rent a movie, you had to do it that you night. You had right? to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, you were on mm. the clock. You had to and sit you, down as a family mm-hmm, and watch it. Mm-hmm. You
0: could argue there's way too much out there to choose from now. And that that causes a bit of a problem.
2: Yeah.
3: It's also different because it's like, you know, browse, 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 browse. You don't actually have to move off of the couch. You did have to go and physically do something and remember to return it, which yeah, yeah was a bummer. But at the same time, like in 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 those olden days, that was another reason to get out and go do something. And so I do kind of miss it. I guess I sound probably pretty old. No, but no, no. I, I do kind it. of miss that.
2: I, just, I was just curious. Yeah. I'm not
0: knocking it. I think it.
3: The, the other thing too is I was a kid. And so it's fun to, it's weird, but it's fun because you've got these aisles of just interesting visual things to look at that you would never see. I remember going down some of them and it was like the action stuff and you've got these, you know, characters on the front of the box that I would have never been allowed to watch
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, or even see images like this. But mm-hmm. then here they are like on display, you know. That's interesting.
2: So, yeah, I, yeah, I, for for a very long time, even since the days of video, have – I just don't understand browsing. I don't get it. I don't understand why you don't make up your mind before you turn on the TV. Like, when, when – I will listen to Sincast. I just – it blows my mind the movies that they end up watching because they're browsing their television listings. I love it. Like, no, sure, it's great. It's really fun, and it's interesting to hear. It's just so foreign to me to, like, turn on a TV and browse the channels or go to my streaming service and, like, browse what they've got there. Like, I'm just like – But you're getting your information from somewhere. You don't magically know what's what's available. I mean, how (laughs) – no, correct. No, I I have lists on Letterbox that I have prepared, so I know what I'm watching next, and yeah. and so yeah, when I turn on the TV, it's to intentionally watch a TV show or movie that I know I'm about to watch. Like I just I can't. It's so hard for me to fathom the other way, and for people who operate the other way, who like to but browse think, and pick something, it's probably hard but to what fathom Jonathan what I am saying do.
3: Be- before it gets to your list, you still have to browse somewhere. Before it gets to your list of what's a priority, you still have to. N- have a pool of information to go to, right, to pull Sure, from, right. Yeah. That's some. Some of us start there and go from there <laughs> in, a, in a different direction. Like it, it doesn't go. Okay, here's the list of movies coming out. That's that's you browsing. We sometimes do that in the moment to kind of get a feel for what we want to watch. But
0: just and what I'll do is I'll take the time to make a list on Letterboxd and then watch something that's not on the list. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's what I'm yeah, it just it, it feels so inefficient to me. It just feels like there's a there's a quicker and easier way to compile this information than these user interfaces that are specifically designed to distract you with the new shiny thing. You know, like it's, it's, I don't know, like I don't want to go onto Netflix and be like, Hmm, what do I want to watch? Because their algorithm, first of all, doesn't know me perfectly. And second of all is designed for them to keep my time the longest possible. So I don't,
0: I don't do that. I don't browse on streamers. I I go on there. I either know, I always know what I'm going to watch on there. Like a new show has popped up or something or I'm, you know, I know I TV though because I still have cable. I I do browse television. Got it. Especially like during I'll, commercials and stuff. If I'm watching a sporting event, yeah, and I'll see what's coming yeah. on later. And, and,
2: and honestly, no judgment. It's just I'm saying it's foreign to me. Like it, like no, my I, brain I doesn't work that okay. way.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I literally I feel, will I, open up Netflix and browse, and then yell, "Why isn't there anything? To tell me what I should do. <laughs> Come on, there's none of this looks good. Why you're failing me, Netflix?
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: blame them for not knowing what to click on it's
0: harder now to see Eh. everything that's on a service too Uh, because that used to be what i would do is i would go to like what's available on netflix and i would pick the stuff i wanted to watch and throw it on my letterbox list like you know Mm -hmm. so i knew you know like if I was doing something else to or like while own. I'm watching something else.
2: To each their own. Uh, but you
0: can't really do that anymore. And like try to find like everything that's on Hulu. It is impossible. This wonderful Or com- Amazon.
2: This wonderful conversation uh has distracted me from remembering where we are. Who was talking about their
3: We haven't Danae, even gotten that was to the sin sins
2: sin that that yet Danae Yeah Danae liked. is talking oh, oh, about no. her okay, favorite okay, sins okay. in last action hero. That's what a
3: Blockbuster, uh, yes, got uh, it, got it. I loved the long shower sin because I find that <laughs> I you were very about to sinful. say long shower scene. You enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. Um, and then pointing out that the car was actually driving perfectly in the lane and everybody else was just swerving mm-hmm. was really hilarious to me. Those are the only ones I had.
0: Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Uh, people who yell their complaints inside the auditorium, which has never actually <laughs> I happened. Had that one too. I don't. Uh, I did also absolutely shameful misuse of Art Carney. That will always be a sin. Uh, and uh, fucking Tom Hulse doesn't even remember how many Oscars Amadeus <laughs> won. That was funny. Oh, and then I also liked the MeV channel, Film
3: Depravities. Yes,
0: film Depravities.
2: <laughs> yes, very much. Uh, they've got a 25 part video series on that Stallone Terminator two movie. <laughs> made me laugh. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I also like, no, uh, you just need to check your ego and self-esteem at the door and go work in a movie theater for see it before it uh, opens. Who do I have to kill? I thought that was funny. Uh, so wait, is this movie saying that in movie world, everybody from every movie can interact with each other? Uh, I love the part where it's like uh, Don Cheadle's roadie and Terrence's Howard's roadie uh, or when Patrick Stewart replaced William Shatner on Star <laughs> Trek uh, I thought that was really funny uh, Leo the fart is going to pass gas one more time that punchline was not worth the goes on for some time Setup uh, that preceded it uh, love that as well uh, let's move on to Superman 3 this sure was a Watkinson script Uh <laughs> So this was, uh, this was. Atkinson Jon- actually kind of works. And yeah, it's it does. Funny, uh yeah. This was uh, Jonathan and Chris on this one. What did Chris have to say about this?
3: Superman 3 is pretty atrocious. They started this franchise strong with Richard Donner making a very good first movie. He got fired on the second film and they brought in Richard Lester, who was and will always be the best known for Hard Day's Night. The second movie is bonkers. <laughs> and it was a big Hit, But this is an age where studios looked at the bottom line more than they looked at the advanced stats. You could argue they still don't do, uh they still don't to a point. But instead of chalking up the success of Superman 2 to the fact that people loved the first one, they chalked up its success to, I guess, to the movie itself. So they kept Richard Lester on and we get to see more zaniness, this time complete with Richard Pryor as the villain hero. Villain hero? Who knows? Robert Vaughn is the main bad guy here doing his best to keep up with Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. R.I.P. Robert
2: Vaughn. Yeah.
3: Super th- Super 3's is what I almost <laughs> just said instead of Superman 3. Superman 3's death knell is having Clark Kent go to Kansas for high school reunion for a story that he thinks will be huge for some reason. Of course there's a big chemical plant fire when he arrives. Almost like it would have happened had he not got on a bus and as Jonathan points out in an early sin learns about Beltric acid, which then becomes a major plot point for the ending of the movie. But for the good chunk of this film, it's Clark's hanging out with Le- Lana. Lane? Lana. 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 <laughs> Lana, Lana Lang?
0: Lang. Lang? Oh, yeah. It's Lana, Lana Lang, Lang and yeah. her kid.
3: And it's super boring. Screenwriting one: When you're making a Superman film, don't take Superman out of it. And when he's given some off-brand kryptonite, they turn him into an asshole leading to a fight between he and Clark Kent. Is it real? Is it in his head? Fuck it. You don't know. A few of my favorite observations, Jonathan wrote about the tankers and how there was one rogue captain who decided not to follow the orders to go to the middle of the Atlantic. This is a bizarre scene. Robert Vaughn says the tankers are told what Uh, to do by computers, and the captains are only on the ship for appearances. But when it comes time to show the rogue ship, apparently orders are just given via fax or something, and captains are expected to follow orders. So all the other ships do what they're told for some reason, no questions asked. And honestly, there's no good reason for this to even happen. It allows us to see more bad Superman. He literally attacks the ship because one of the female villains promises to sex him if he does it. So he tears a hole in the ship and it Exxon Valdez is all over the place. This will be quickly rectified once Superman turns good again, but, oh, no, wait, because he can blow oil back into a ship even though it's spilled into an ocean. I also thought it was weird that Superman couldn't use his amazing ice breath during the chemical plant fire, but flies a mile or so away to freeze an entire lake and then let it melt and rain over the chemical plant fire, something I'm absolutely certain would not put out the fire. I can't explain it, but my favorite thing to write was when Lana Lana Long looks at her funny when she lies to the asshole Brad about not being able to go out with him. Earlier, this kid lies his ass off about Superman coming to Kansas for his birthday, and Lana has to pull out some bullshit favor from Clark to get Superman out there to cover up his lie. So when Lana lies (laughs) to Brad The kids (laughs) look at her. The kids look at her like, "What the hell, mom?" And I just loved coming in with that retort: "Fuck you, kid! You told your (laughs) buddies that Superman was coming for your birthday." And lastly, he says, "Also, Rich Pryor, Rich Pryor commits all the crimes in this movie, and Superman jails all the bad guys and ladies, but lets him go because he's Richard Pryor." Richard
2: Pryor. Uh I don't think I've seen Superman three.
3: Wow. Um, I haven't either. I,
2: I, I don't either. think man, I have.
0: I, I can almost guarantee you I've seen this movie a hundred times. Wow. I probably really? I've probably only seen it twice since I was twelve. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> man, I'm telling you,
0: man, I hate to do this whole like when we were kids, but um seriously, man, kids today, you got no idea about superhero films in the before like 89 with Batman right. and even right. years after that. All we had was Superman. I mean, that was uh, for movies, you know, TV, there was other stuff, cartoons. But so I watched Superman and Superman 2 constantly, like just in a loop. So the summer Superman and you know Superman 3 came out, I think I turned seven. It was 83, right? Yeah, I turned seven. And uh, this was like a huge, like like Return of the Jedi and Superman 3 were like, Mm -hmm. I have to see both of those movies, mom. And I saw them several times in the theater and... Watched them on cable all the time. And I don't know if I really thought Superman three was good. It was just kind of all I had. Yeah. Um, but uh it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It it's, definitely
2: looks terrible. Oh, like it's it so looks like one of those so bad. It looks like one of those movies where it's like, yeah, we don't we don't have to make any sins up in this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it you. is it's is no I mean,
0: Richard Lester Richard it, it, Lester has made some good movies, but it is
2: one hundred percent Richard Lester why this movie does not work. It is a cornucopia of sins, uh, apparently. Um, oh my it, god! It looks it looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. Now I, I... guess if it, it it makes sense if they were trying to duplicate the how the success of Superman two, if Superman two was kind of off the rails, then oh. I can kind of see some of this stuff. But may, it just looks it looks like they made their own um, parody movie. Look, like they, Superman. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it just looks like they parodied themselves.
0: Well, at times, but see, so Superman is, I think Superman is an amazing movie. Like, I think Superman's a classic, the the original. Right. 78. It's just, it's phenomenal. Holds up almost even better today. Like, you know, it's just, it's so great. But uh, Superman 2, I used to say was one of my favorite movies. I don't think Superman 2 is actually very good anymore. I don't think it holds up at all. And I think part of the problem is half of that movie is Richard Donner. And half of that movie is Richard Lester, and mm-hmm. that stuff does not mix together at all. And then I don't know why they gave. That's why I wrote that sin. The Chicago Cubs sin about the managers. I had, that, I had
2: that in my notes as the most obvious Jonathan sin in the history of Jonathan yeah, sins. But to be fair, Chris is well aware of all that too because we're both baseball. Sure, fans. Sure, you can be fair all you want. Yeah, I just knew yeah, that was you. Yeah,
0: I loved writing that though. That's so. That's so like insider baseball. But the people that the people that get it, I'm sure, really enjoy yeah, it totally. But um, and it does feel very similar. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, it's just crazy. I I just don't know why they gave him the movie and then the producer to salkins i mean there's all kinds of stuff about them uh being a huge pain in the ass and uh it just it's a mess and richard pryor is i love richard pryor but he has no business being in this movie and it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't appear to robert vaughn is awesome and he's terrible in this um it's bad i will say annette o'toole though i had a mad crush on her as a kid and this is weird but um I find, um, especially like when my wife, I, I, I've, I find putting glasses on top of your head attractive for some
2: oh, reason.
0: Oh, nice! That's like one of those kind of, you know. And I wonder if it started here because I was thinking about that while I was watching the movie. Because there's a scene where Annette O'Toole's got like her glasses up there. I women. Aaron oh. Women. Oh, oh. All right. but, um... <laughs> uh, for,
3: the, for those not not watching visually, Aaron has purposefully gotten um, what are glasses? superhero oh. glasses and put them on his head.
0: But I really wonder if it started with this movie be, with Annette O'Toole. Uh, but the lot of Lang stuff. Well, if you stu-
3: watched it a hundred times before the age of, 12? yeah, yeah. A
0: yeah. l- lot of Lang stuff is bad though. But she's she's adorable.
2: That seems likely. There were some awakenings happening, I'm sure, as you <laughs> watched <laughs> Superman <laughs> mm-hmm. three. But it's amazing how bad this movie is. Like it, it's it really just, appears that way. Oh it's so God. bad. I will get us into uh, the sin since Danae and I haven't seen it, so we don't really have much to say. Um, but uh, walking with a bucket on your head instead of attempting to remove it first, Uh, and 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 again because this this movie I didn't even catch that that was Chris it was so funny though.
3: Well, what is even happening? What is even that's that's the
2: thing with this movie. Like, like I could I could literally just read you the entire script just because of how great everything. Uh, this yeah. movie presents itself for sins. It was um, it was fun to send.
0: I will say real quick. I'm almost positive this is the second most sins I've ever written for a movie. Snow yeah. the snowman. Definitely is top because I think I had like a hundred like like sixty cents or something. Skyscraper
2: may be my top. Uh, I wrote a ton (laughs) for Skyscraper. Uh, Let's see. Glad Lois brought her bikini top into work today just in case she needed a visual (laughs) aid for her Bermuda trip. Uh, I don't know if it's true, but the comments were saying something about she didn't want to do the movie and basically they just paid her a bunch of of money. I have some of that in keeping tabs. Oh, great, great. Then I, I yeah. won't even talk about it anymore. Um, there are a lot of jokes made at the expense of Annie Ross's appearance in this film, and none of them are funny. They're just mean spirited. and I'm going to yeah. add a hundred cents for it. Thank you. I love that. That um, is something that really stood
0: out to me. You know, these all these years later, is something that did not play well. And like, man. and I mean, and she's a normal looking person. <laughs> like, she looks just like a person. I don't. <laughs> I did. Yeah, they don't even like. I, you know, if they maybe if they had put something on her, like I I don't know, it just it makes no sense.
2: I mean, and even even so, it's still just
0: even so it would be awful. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But she looks just like a perfectly beautiful human being. Yeah. She just uh, has like some like I guess they try to they try to make it seem like she has like uh I parser, don't know I'm not even gonna get into the it. features bullshit. or something it's like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Um you would think after more than thirty years living on Earth, Clark would have found a way to do some things with a lighter touch after he sends the bowling <laughs> ball <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obliterating oh the pins. Oh my god. Uh Christopher Peeved. Thank you to whoever that wrote was that. amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, let's assume for a second that a computer of this magnitude could be built off drawings of cigarette packs and napkins. Actually, let's not. And then just sitting it right after
0: that. <laughs> you know, I've written, there's been two movies recently I've done with Chris where I've written a send like that. And then I add something after it. And uh-huh. then both times he's ended it at, I'd rather, well, actually, I'm not, or I'm not, you know. And I think yeah. that actually works better. It's funny. Uh, it's so, so good. So I'm glad he does that.
2: Uh, is Superman having trouble breathing in this bubble? Bubble because he flies in space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That motherfucker flies in space. I couldn't believe uh, it. That was just amazing. Uh, and then and then I had to uh, throw in the guys. I have no clue what's going on anymore. Uh, that, that's that the actually sin. was my favorite one. That yeah.
0: uh, Chris wrote was that one. Yeah. What about you, Danae?
3: Um, I wrote down that Clark is a special kind of asshole. Uh, because of the penguin situation going out in yeah. traffic at the beginning. I um, believe you mean the- uh, Penwing, but. Uh, but Penwing, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The lead in being like, Clark, may I tell you something? My oil pan is leaking. And then just the sin starting with weird sexual analogies <laughs> aside <laughs> that caused me to pause for a moment and laugh.
0: That was one when I was writing it, though. I kept like things kept coming to me and I'm like, and wait, why are they having a picnic here? Like this grass. <laughs> is like so tall like who would yeah. choose that spot to have a picnic <laughs> so that is me working um, out the sin basically the way it's written it's funny
3: and then i like the one that's like so let me get this straight uh upset about his failure in kansas and feeling the effects of kryptonite superman flies all the way to italy to straighten the leaning tower of pisa
2: and those two mentioned
3: uh many of the other ones and so uh, did Chris,
2: this so. movie jonathan what about uh what about you what were some of your favorites uh, I love the behind all the
0: laughter of this farcical scene. There is a dark side to it all. Superman's never there when you really need him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie still is <laughs> the Superman three scheme from office space. I thought was great. Um, I was definitely expecting more scenes of Superman fighting bad guys and less scenes of Superman getting celebrated at a kid's birthday. Maybe that's a me problem. Mm-hmm. I love the way Jeremy read that. And then the only other thing I had was just the fact that uh, when they have their big confrontation at the end, Superman has never seen this guy the entire movie. <laughs> never seen this guy. Right. And like, it's, it's like, and I don't know that I've ever, maybe there are superhero movies. Like, I don't know. And that just seemed really odd to me that, and it's like supposed to be like this. Finally, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, how would he even know what they're doing? Like, it's, oh ugh.
2: man, nothing this about this movie works. This
0: movie.
3: It looked so bad. This
2: movie. <laughs> All right, let's move on to keeping tap.
3: Hey, podcast peeps. It's me again Um Mm -hmm. those are my Mm -hmm. Those are my Uh every time I I talk Wow Is this how Aaron feels when we're Mm. Okay we're gonna try this Uh I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So, go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another.
2: Ha ha! Oh, jeez.
4: This is the most public yet of my many humiliations.
2: We're each going to talk about the process of being a Sins writer. Some of the fun stuff we encounter, whether it be uh, Google searches we have to do, uh, maybe as a narrator, audio outtakes this week. Oh, sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. D- I'm sorry. D-
2: you just have some popping you need to do?
3: I just, its like. Know, I'm tra- do you just,
0: it's like sometimes is <laughs> just like, oh, I forgot I was recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do that too uh, though. I'll just start like making a not not in this necessarily but just in life like I'll just start making a
2: noise and be like oh there's people around me. Well, like, Danae, I've, we will let you go first then. Um, what is your keeping tabs for the week?
3: Uh, you know, I just was trying to figure out how painful it is to have an arm out of socket. I ended up doing some research for the the duck adhesion adhesive dyna- dynasty of the quacker bang people and Dislocated shoulders suck.
2: Oh, yeah, I've in heard short, it's really painful. In I'm short,
3: sure. it's not great. But um, th- here are some signs that you might have a dislocated shoulder. This is stuff that I looked at.
2: Searing a- pain in the shoulder <laughs> area.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of them. Intense pain. Inability to move your joint. Swelling or bruising. And ev- <laughs> a visibly deformed or out of place shoulder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, one of the signs of a dislocated shoulder is an out of place shoulder?
3: That's crazy. But there's also ways to try to get your arm back in socket uh, because people do go to the internet to see if they can just do this themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was reading about that. Now, this reminded me of when I was growing up, if there was an injury or something, my dad was always the one. who's like, I'll just take care of it myself. Like, for example, my dad, uh, his two front teeth were um, like uh, misaligned. They Mm -hmm. kind of... uh, it, it doesn't matter, but every day in school, he would just put his, his hand in his mouth and just pull his teeth until they went <laughs> back in place. Cause he didn't, he didn't want to have braces. Um, and his mom and dad, they didn't have money anyway to do that, but he wanted to have straight teeth. And so while he would sit there and listen, he would have his fingers in his mouth and he would just be like pushing his teeth. And he did it like every day in school. And his, he has perfectly straight teeth, like his two front teeth are perfectly straight. And he talks about that. My dad is also. I would so totally, one time, if that
2: were in a movie, I would totally give it a this works sin. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it does not seem possible.
3: I, I also had a, a cyst on my wrist when I was younger, and my mom was like, "Well, we can make. We're going to make an appointment at the doctor to check it out." And they, they said, "Well, usually you know, we'll, we have surgery. We can just cut the wrist open and kind of just release it, and it should it should work it right up." And my dad, in all seriousness, said, "Or I can just hit it real hard with a book." <laughs> Because that's my dad. So I, of course, am just, I'm his daughter. So I'm like, well, I mean, if I had a dislocated shoulder, could I just take care of it myself? And so I read about how you can stand or sit, grab your wrist of your injured arm, and then pull your arm forward and straight in front of you. Oh, wow. um, To guide the ball of your arm arm bone back into the shoulder socket. Um, And when it's back in place, you put it in a sling. And that way it can kind of heal itself. Now, I don't remember recommend doing that i think you'd go by the see
0: way a doctor, behind the but... scenes is not a podcast you should seek for medical advice <laughs> No, <laughs> right nope not at all
3: so anyway it was a uh it was an interesting read um, when you
0: when you first said that i was just gonna say the first thing that popped in my head is there's like a there's a pretty i guess famous scene from uh lethal weapon 2 where uh mel gibson's character he does that he uh i think he i think he's bet that he can't get out of a straitjacket and and then and the way he gets out of it is he dislocates his shoulder like he has an old injury yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. then he just bangs it up against this like locker or something yeah. to put it back in. And I'm like, I've always thought like that can't work. But how many people tried to do that after watching oh, this no. fucking yeah. movie? You yeah. know. Ugh. Well,
3: I think if I remember correctly, the arm the shoulder, you know, in the shoulder there, it's a ball and socket joint. So yeah. there are ways for that ball to yeah. just roll out of the socket. Yep. And also roll back in if you know what you're doing. Um, But to Jonathan's point, I also read very particularly a dislocated shoulder is a genuine medical emergency that requires immediate attention. And rather than wait or try to fix your injury on your own, you should go to the ER and have your shoulder shoulder treated by a professional.
0: My (laughs) daughter had my daughter had to go a couple of times because uh, she got her arm pulled out. Uh, of socket when she was really yeah. really young and like that's really oh. common it's called like um nursery nursery elbow
3: or something oh, like interesting. that interesting
0: and there's a way they like the doctor will like twist the arm back in like to where it goes back in and um he told us like how to do it and i'm like dude there is no way i'm doing that on my own like if this happens yeah. again i'm bringing her back to you which i did
2: <laughs> it yeah. happened
0: twice i think
2: yeah
0: um it's something <laughs> like that <laughs> cradle elbow nursery elbow it's something like that i can't remember but uh Hmm. Yeah, all that just creeps me out. But she would just—you could tell she had done it because her her arm would just be kind of like dangling, and she didn't, it, like she she didn't cry. Like it, it she just kind of looked annoyed. Just get used to it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Jonathan, what do you got? you keeping tabs. Um. Oh shoot! I somehow that's not pulled up anymore. All right. So I did a little research on Superman three because I knew there was some stuff about like like we've already mentioned the Richard Donner and stuff. But but there's a sin in there where I say instead of instead of doing Brainiac, they did whatever this is. And, um, that was because originally the film was supposed to include, and Brainiac, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, Brainiac is a, he's not, I mean, Lex Luthor is definitely your most popular villain when it comes to Superman, I would guess. Uh, Brainiac might be on that next tier. Um, Mm -hmm. and they've, I don't think they've ever had him in a live action movie. So, but anyways, uh, originally the film was supposed to include Brainiac and then it was also supposed to include, I'm going to screw this. I always miss this name. uh, Mr. Uh, I think is how they say it. And, uh, and Supergirl was supposed to be in it, too. Which, of course, Supergirl had her own solo movie in 1984. And from what I remember, that movie's really bad, too. I've not seen that movie since I was a kid. Um, but in this version, I thought it was really weird. And I guess it's good they didn't make this one either. Because in this version, Dudley Moore was supposed to play mix Mixa Pick, And Brainiac was going to be a surrogate father to Supergirl. Hmm. Which just sounds really lame. Um <laughs> rumors about, so there were rumors that Gene Hackman and Margot Kidder refused to be in the movie because of how the producers treated Richard Donner. This is kind of what Aaron was getting to, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And they didn't want to participate. Hackman has explained though, that that was not the case. He was busy with other stuff. And he also thought it would be a bad idea to keep bringing Luther back. Um, Thought that they needed to try to do more villains and stuff and not just have him in every movie. He does come back for the fourth one too. So that would make me think that he probably had a perfectly fine relationship with everyone. So Margot Kidder, I couldn't find anything where she said uh, she said she she I never saw anything where she said that wasn't true. But the Salkins, the producers, they said that Kidder's role was reduced because they wanted to introduce Lana Lang and they wanted a different love interest for Superman since they had exhausted the Lewis and Clark stuff in Superman, 2. So who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I you don't and know. just on a side note, Richard Pryor was cast reportedly because he said on a Tonight Show appearance that he liked Superman, two. Well, there you go. And this movie got prior a five year contract with Columbia worth $40 million.
2: Nice. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. At least something good came out of it. Way to go. (laughs) My keeping tabs this week. First, I'll just say uh, I wanted to mention because there was some uh, commentary going on in the comments of the Wandavision about the episode number Sin. (laughs) And Jonathan, you know, you and I kind of talked about this but everywhere you look on the internet the episode number is wrong now when i was i'm kicking myself about this because i had this thought and i even did google searches so it was on the dvd the dvds yeah Uh, like i i I couldn't find it either i couldn't find it yeah i was i was doing google searches like image searches for dick van dyke dv dvd set and now and i don't know that this is correct because i can't find confirmation anywhere but according to people in the comments that dvd set has them reversed for some reason which then that makes perfect sense if i that does if i had gone back in in time and had to do it differently i think maybe what i would do is just said you know something along the lines and, and maybe it's wrong on these dvds but um but uh wanda is such a huge you know dick van dyke fan she should have known better and you know what? Didn't she have the internet or something like that? You know? Oh
0: yeah. Kind of we could have done, something like, done something
2: like that just to point out that that actually I- isn't the order. Even though on those DVDs it apparently is whenever whenever something that specific
0: is stated, I'll usually just look it up out of curiosity. And this time when I looked it up on IMDb,
2: it was like a different
0: episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm like,
2: huh. And and <laughs> I looked at I and I confirmed that with like four different sources, like yeah. because I could not figure out why they would have gotten that wrong. And then I was like, well, maybe it's mm-hmm. on those DVDs. And so I tried to find those, and I just I couldn't find them. So well, then that's a sin on the DVDs because why would they do that? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, but then Danae wanted me to play my recording for the dun 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 I'm bored uh sin so and thank um, you for
3: doing that because I really 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 wanted to capture this moment where those of us who know Wanda had just watched an entire episode of yeah yeah I know that yeah I know that. okay I'm bored and yeah I thought you did a great job
2: well I appreciate that I uh <coughs> I you know it went through several like v- variations because uh I, f- I forget was it Jonathan was it you that wrote that sin first and it was like um I think I think Danae wrote that one you just you just threw it in there and then we kind of played around with how to do it because I think it was a combination of one, a sin that one of us wrote. I can, Anyways, it doesn't matter. But I do remember feeling like there were several variations but, on how we might do it. You're lucky I remember it's Friday and I'm here with you guys. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm with you, man. <laughs> I am so with you. Anyway, so here are the different versions I threw out uh, for possible use. And uh, since De- Danae had uh, kind of written the sin, I-, I asked her which one she wanted to use, and she picked the one that's eventually in there, which I think is my first
3: take. I think it's your first take, uh, yeah.
2: So, uh, but here are the different ways I, I thought about going with, with this
3: sin. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything. Me either.
1: Oh, well, then why don't you just say
3: something!
1: <laughs> say something you
2: can't hear it! <laughs>
3: I thought maybe it was going to
0: start.
2: Guys, it waited 20 seconds. (laughs) Before
3: you said you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, he
0: listened, oh my listen, god! Listen, listen. This is gonna, I
3: heard Jonathan. this is gonna
0: make my comment even better in a second.
3: <laughs> I heard Jonathan giggle, and I was like, "Well, maybe Jonathan can hear it, and I can't." And well, he,
2: he was
0: giggling I right the in right now. I
3: know. He I know he, and then I was remembering one of. I've heard this before. I was like, "It's fine." And then, and then, I, then I saw Aaron. You were giggling. And I'm like, "I'm probably the only one that can't hear it, and it's okay." And then Jonathan's like, "I can't hear anything." <laughs>
2: Jonathan is is giggling at the exact right time. You were.
3: You were. You should just leave it in like that.
2: Oh, man.
0: Well, I don't know if any can anybody else hear it, though, if I
3: can't hear it. I can't. I think Karen could.
2: Yeah. All right. Here we go again. Let's try this again, shall we? (laughs) It usually works. No, I I just, I didn't click share audio, but I didn't, I didn't realize I didn't because you two just (laughs) sat there and let me listen to something I recorded on by my lonesome. All right. uh, Because we're nice. (laughs) Because you're awesome. All right. Here we go. Here are uh, the different versions I I tried out for uh, the dun, 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 the different versions that it went through.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Mm. <laughs> dun dun dun
2: yawn. <laughs> dun dun
1: dun
0: <sighs> dun dun
1: dun
0: <laughs> What was the second one? What did you say? Like yawn? I yawn. yawn. I just yawn. said yawn oh, after yeah. it was over. I
2: thought,
0: yeah. I thought he said one. I was like
2: I was you know, I think Danae, I think you picked the the right one. That first one I think is the, the the way to go with it, but that last one was interesting to me, just trying to turn the dun 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 into like a question. Like so but yeah, so anyways. Yeah, was there, there more go.
0: I can't remember what it was originally now. Yeah, I definitely didn't write that. I remember the dun 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 was something Danae wrote, but was there more to the sin before the I'm bored or
2: Was it always well? You know what? Uh, We can look it up. Um, That is not hard to do. Let me. Here is what it was originally. I had written a sin that was dun dun dun, but also what that Uh, was original. That uh, was originally mm -hmm. what the sin was going to be. Oh wait, we wrote on this one, didn't we? Yes, Danae didn't even write on
0: this. No, no, I was the
3: the, um, shadow. But her comment was, "Can
2: can we make it more of a like a yawn?" Because and I so remember th- I remember this So now. then yes. we talked about well, do we combine dun 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 with the yawn? Do we just say yawn afterwards? And so that's where all those those different versions come from. So that's just kind of there a look behind go. the scenes of like how a sin evolves through the writing process and the narration process to the final product. The, so yeah. these are the conversations we're having Wednesday at <laughs> ten thirty. <1030. laughs> that's right. That is absolutely right. All right, let's move on to the comment section. I want to know what's I appreciate your
0: honesty, you're a real straight shooter
2: you are the ones who are the ball lickers. Let's each pick a, a comment from this week's videos to chat about. I'm going to start this week. Or seven, or seven. If you're Dene, uh, I am. I actually do have seven. No, I don't.
0: Do I you have, really?
3: No, oh, okay. I have five. I was going to
2: say, air is not one to talk in that point. No, 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 no. no. I do. I do too. throw a couple <laughs> comments out there sometimes. <laughs> these are these are five uh, parts of the same comment uh, series. <laughs> <laughs> God, God, now you really sound like an ass man (laughs) Uh, so anyhow on the um i believe it was the uh big bang theory at the end there's the kitty song or or whatever Mm -hmm. and and do the singing skip and kitty yeah thank you soft kitty and uh kim dominic says i didn't know you could sing skip that well smiley face uh and then of course uh there's the prerequisite how is this 16 hours ago responded with patreon is magic uh and then uh jose says honestly aaron should sing more in scripts and then Artist without talent says dicer does have a surprisingly good singing voice and i just have to tell you how much that made my heart (laughs) swell guys thank you
0: (laughs) you've like recorded though right like you've you've sang in the past right
2: yeah i have been in singing groups and different things like that but um and yes i have recorded but uh but it is one of those things where it's like i don't know if people understand like the comments can be such a treacherous place then when people are nice in the comments like how beautiful it is and so i just i just Mm -hmm. wanted to point that out and say thank you very much That that gave me some feels appreciate that so yeah that's awesome what did you have today
3: Um, I didn't do a comment this week. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I didn't prepare one, and I was like, oh, right, I probably should do that. Um, So I'm going to head to Commercial Sins, but I can't (laughs) because it hasn't posted yet. So Nope. Skip.
2: (laughs) What about you, Jonathan? Um, I got one from
0: Twitter. This is um, at JetMets1448. He's probably like one of our more uh, interactive uh, Twitter Mm -hmm. uh, listeners. Yeah. because, and which is always fun. I, that's one thing I love about Thursday mornings is waking up. I get his string of tweets.
3: Same. <laughs> all this, Same. All the
0: stuff he's heard. Yep. Uh, but on this past week, uh, when um, Aaron decided to tell us that we were the worst, <laughs> uh, he tweeted, Aaron had me dying because even when he's yelling, he still sounds happy. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, that's me. That is me. I wouldn't actually say you were yelling. I think you no, were just commenting. No, in fact, commenting. I think it was interesting because it was actually after that that I think he's talking about where it was like I was trying to get from the comment section to the next section. And That's what it was. It yeah. wasn't the when you said we were the
0: worst. Yeah. I was thinking it was the one where you were saying me commenting on Danae's right. distraction, right. but it was actually that one when you were like, guys,
2: <laughs> I just <laughs> want to get to the next section yeah uh, we, were,
3: <laughs> we were we were we were live with people and we were like wait are we saying goodbye or what you're like i have then, a plan just shut up without saying shut up.
0: It's
2: like, wait jonathan has to say whatever anniversary it is <laughs> uh and i do remember telling the live the people who were watching our amazing uh sync club members who were, who were watching us live after i finally got through it uh, that you know, like I, I hope that didn't come off as you know too intense. And they were all like, "No, that no. was really funny." <laughs> it was, it was like, hilarious. Kid. I mean,
0: today and I were laughing. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah.
3: No, no, I really. I just are. picture
0: like
2: your kids
0: just laughing whenever you scold them. Oh,
2: you picture correctly. You you picture my, absolutely
0: my, correctly. Well, my, I, I have that same problem with my daughter. Like she's scared of. uh my wife, she's not scared of me. Yeah.
2: So.
3: I remember a story that Aaron told once of of trying to motivate one of his children to get out of bed, and so he was he was trying to like progressively like like okay, I just picked I'm,
0: her. I pick my daughter up by the I'm way. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna return, and you better be out of bed. And then he comes back and yeah. he's not out of bed, and like okay, well, when I come back this next time, I'm gonna have a bucket of water, and you're gonna get wet. And and the kids just like I don't care. I don't, like what are you gonna do, you know? And then Aaron starts to get emotional. And be like, I don't know what I've done wrong as a parent, and the kid was up and out in like twelve seconds. He's like, I'm out. I didn't want to hear that. (laughs) And after I told Aaron, I'm like, you need to go to that first. Be like, I just have been sitting here for twenty minutes trying to figure
0: (laughs) it. Oh, there is nothing more. (laughs) This is first order problems, but there is nothing more infuriating than having to go back to a bedroom like three or four times to get your Uh -uh. kid up. Kids. you'll you'll be there today. Ding. <laughs> it's fun. yeah
3: I will be right now I'm in the phase where she decided to take a nap on her own in her own room in her own Aww. bed for the first time last weekend and we're really proud parents she's just like I want to sleep in my own bed That's for my amazing. nap today and she literally went in there asked Justin to come and put the covers on her awesome. curled up and went to bed all on her own without any assistance and That's Justin beautiful. just stayed in the in the living room just stunned until I was finished with what I was doing I was on siF pop so I couldn't go and like participate, but I was getting text messages, and it was really cool. So that's the phase we're in. We're <laughs> that's, see, that's a nice <laughs> phase. we're a little ways away from but, that. Yeah, yeah. And I
0: know Aaron probably yeah. couldn't do this because his kids were like Dikembe Mutombo size, mm-hmm. but yes. uh, my daughter. <laughs> I can just I can just pick her up out of bed, which is what I do. I just pick her up and stand her up and I'm like, go on. <laughs> yeah.
3: You are now awake, child. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't live in that world. <laughs> you are you are vertical. Move forward.
0: I haven't been <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen it, the Dikembe Mu tumbo Geico commercial is hilarious. Okay. Good good call. I'll have a good it Are you it gonna out.
3: sin it? You should sin it, no, Jonathan. Because it's
2: great. It would just be
0: the <laughs> negative.
3: Don't 30. you know what we do? Come on. Nothing's without sin. Oh
2: man. All right, let's move on to beyond the sins to infinity and
3: beyond somewhere beyond my wild history
2: to boldly go where no man has gone before. We're just going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently. Um, Jonathan's going to start.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, so we need to talk, guys. We oh, okay. To- We need to talk about, we need to talk about Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Which is not really, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy to make a joke about that movie. Have you seen, we need to talk about Kevin? I haven't,
2: I have Mm -hmm. no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay. So this is a movie uh, from director Lynn Ramsey. Uh, It's from 2011. So it's 10 years old. It's a movie that has been on my radar forever, but I knew it was supposed to be disturbing. Uh, uh, Like content, uh, uh, subject matter, not necessarily con like what's shown. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a 2011 movie. It, it is based on a book by Lionel Shriver. And this was another reason why I had kind of put it off because I had tried to read that book and it just freaked me out. So I put it down, which I don't often. That doesn't happen often. But what it's about is uh, the awesome uh, Tilda Swinton. Well, I should say also, the funny reason why I finally watched it was um, the Criterion channel. I'm subscribed to that streaming service and they do this awesome thing and this has become like my monthly Christmas where on the first, if you go on the Criterion channel, it'll show you everything that's coming off at the end of the month. So you know you have like 30 days to watch these movies. And there's so many movies on that streaming service, it's kind of just overwhelming. So what I've started doing is just watching the ones I know are leaving. Um, like I'll go through. See, Aaron,
3: that's another way yeah, t- exactly. to, to find f- some content. Exactly. I was, just, so, thinking, I was just sitting here thinking how
2: angry that would make me. <laughs> because like you have the content but you're taking it away from me like uh, <laughs> y- like i would just be like listen i know the order i want to watch movies and why are you forcing me to watch them this month that's a but you I, thing kind of, not a me thing yeah for
0: sure it's kind of it's kind of fun though for me it's like sure Christmas. no I get it. you know it's like these are the movies i get to watch this month you know and you never you know it's just kind of exciting but anyways so uh this was one of the ones this month so if you have criterion channel you can watch this movie it will be gone on the 30th or 31st uh, or 31st, I guess. But I, this movie is available. Like, I don't, I don't think you'd have an issue finding this movie somewhere. Uh, But anyways, it was a pretty, like, I don't know, popular, but it was a well-received movie at the time. So I was always interested in seeing it. It's always been on my radar, but I've just always been kind of nervous to push that button. And, uh, but then I felt like I should go ahead and watch it because it was come, it was going to be off the streaming service that I pay for. So I watched it. I actually tweeted about this. I watched it last Sunday afternoon. And I tweeted that that was not a great pick for a Sunday afternoon movie because it kind of put me in a foul mood for the rest of the day. If you haven't heard about this movie, Tilda Swinton plays uh, a mother who we see her at the beginning. She's in the present day, uh, whatever that present day is, 2011, whatever. It doesn't say present day, Aaron. So (laughs) good. I'm just telling you. Appreciate that. It's in the present. But, anyways, We don't know what's happened, but we know something has happened. Like when she wakes up, she like walks out, she hears a banging. She walks outside of her house. Somebody's throwing like paint on her house and stuff. So we know there's something that has happened where people in the neighborhood and she's like, she goes to a job interview and we find out that she's, she's been going to a bunch of interviews and nobody will hire her. So we know something has happened and uh, we quickly find out it has something to do. Hence the title of the movie. It has something to do with her son, Kevin. Um, and then, so throughout the movie, what happens is it goes back into the past starting, you find out she married a guy played by John C. Riley, the great John C. Riley's in this. Um, they have a son named Kevin who eventually when he gets older is, uh, played by, um, why didn't I not write these names down? Cause I, Ezra Miller, I don't know why I had to think about that. But, um, so Ezra Miller, this is one of his earliest performances that I'm aware of, um, plays her son. As a But we do see him as an infant, too. And as an infant, even early on, you can tell there's something troublesome about him. And it it's mostly between him and the mom, between him and Tilda Swinton. Like, John C. Riley comes home and he's fine. But when he's alone with her, he's not fine. Um, and then so eventually the movie keeps showing bits of the past, shows stuff in the present. And then eventually it builds up to we find out what Kevin did and why everybody kind of hates Tilda Swinton. And um, and stuff like that. I guess I won't give it away. I mean, it's 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 been ten years. Uh, it still feels very relevant today. It involves a situation at a school, and um and uh you know there are bad things that happen. So it felt very relevant. I think it's a good movie overall. I thought it was a little. It's. It, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. And it's like I said, visually, like there's nothing. They don't really show anything that's disturbing. But sure. it, the, the content itself, like just the, the, the subject matter is so bothersome and, and especially being a parent and Tilda Swinton is so convincing because she's a great actor mm-hmm. and, and Ezra Miller's quite good. So, I mean, so that all, all that combined and the filmmaking makes it, makes it seem like you're seeing a lot more than you actually are. Right. Um so it really it really gets under your skin. But with that being said, it does what it wants to do. It's a it's a very well-told version of this. I think the thing I like the most about it was that it is all from the perspective of Tilda Swinton's character. So we don't really see like we don't we don't see anything from Kevin's perspective. So it's all from the mom's perspective. So that mm. that provides like a really interesting look into that because I I think a lot of these stories they don't really focus on what happens to the parents um, because I mean that's fucked. I mean like I don't know. Even if your kid didn't do something this crazy, just if your kid you know did something that I don't know. It's just that's it's just that I don't know that I just can't even imagine. Just can't even imagine having yeah. to deal with any of that. But um, but I thought that was interesting. Um, that was the thing I liked most about the movie was that it was all told from her perspective. I think that made it a lot more powerful in a lot of ways because we didn't see the usual, like a kid growing into a psychopath or something like we see in a lot of serial killer movies and stuff like that. It it's not that kind of movie. It's very much a drama, uh, I guess kind of a horror film in a way, just because of the subject matter, but it's really more of a drama. Tilda Swinton gives a really good performance. Um, if any of that sounds interesting, I think it's worth watching, but just, I mean, triggers all around the place. Um, yeah, which I think you can tell from what I've talked about. Uh, but yeah, but it's a, it's a pretty powerful piece. I get why people love it so much. I don't know that I'm quite at love, but I, it's really good. It's really good. And it's definitely worth watching uh, being 10 years late to the game. Uh, there you go. But that's what I watched this week. So
2: we need to talk about Kevin is on the criterion channel for uh, yes. the rest of the month uh, is where yep. you can check it out. Uh, I'll go next. Um, you know, you have some shows that you just like, and you watch them, and you have such a great time, and then you step back, and you go, this show is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the mask Singer is back, and... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I disagree with you, but go ahead. <laughs> it
0: is dumb, but
2: it's awesome. Well, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. just step back it's and like, you go, why do awesome I love this? Dumb? It's just... Awesome, dumb? Awesome. I just oh, love... I, I just get, love watching it.
0: I get I, so excited; like it is my happy place. Like it,
2: and it's like in the
0: middle of the week. It's just oh, yeah. it's beautiful. But sorry, you, it's your no. it's your discussion. So go no,
2: ahead. I'm. I we are on the same page, uh, Mr. Watkins. I like it. Is I, I don't understand. I was trying to understand what I love about this show. Yeah, and I I I think other than like I like hearing people sing. And there is an element to this show of like there are actual great singers who sing, and there are people who are what you wouldn't consider typically great singers, but they're giving it a go. And they're they're singing and there's like normal voices singing music. And it's I I like that stuff. But I really do think it's the reveal. I think there is something so mm-hmm. innately interesting about not knowing any and not having any idea who this person is. And then seeing them take off that mask and going, Oh my goodness, that was you. Yeah. Like there is something so innately fascinating about that that I just I, I think it all comes down to that. I, and that just happens at the end of every episode. So like that's enough that I just I look forward yeah, to it and I get excited the, about it. And it's just it works. It just costume, works.
0: The costumes are fucking amazing there is that as well yeah the costumes are incredible i still that was the second season but my favorite i think still is the fox the wayne brady one uh that like it was like that steampunk look i mean Mm -hmm. it's just it's just cool and then there's one this season that porcupine uh is i don't know it's fascinating um but you saw the season premiere right i haven't seen it
2: all the way through uh, okay. I'm about halfway into the season. I've, i I, my week has thing, been busy enough yeah. that I didn't even make it through the mask singer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely,
0: we don't need to give that away anyways. Cause people probably haven't people right, that do yeah, want to yeah. watch it may not have seen it yet. That is a, that is a show I watch almost always on that night because I don't want to accidentally get spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. But, that would ruin um, the fun. I feel like this season they have taken all the drugs <laughs> and, uh, like the, I don't know. Well, you saw, you've seen part of it. So you saw like the Russian doll.
2: Yes, I saw the Russian doll. <laughs> that's fascinating. It, right? I have no idea what
0: that's about, but that yeah. is fascinating. But I do think there is there is a bit of like like you. I think we've talked about this. There is a little bit which it's even though it's a reality show, there it is staged, right? Of course. And I always do feel like that that season premiere always seems to have like at least since the second season, like maybe a bit of a bigger name. And I always wonder if that's
2: like. I don't think 20. legally they can. Yeah, I don't know how they way. would do that. I, don't, yeah. I, I think legally the game part of it has to be protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, although we
0: but, don't really know how they're voting because uh, they didn't even have a live audience last year. They just made it true. look like they did. It's I don't true. know what they have this year. Yeah. Uh, but, and and uh, also
2: our, our thoughts and hearts go out to um, uh, Nick Cannon as yeah, well, going exactly through some real health stuff.
0: Is he, that what he, it is? It's health?
2: It's lupus. He he's okay, got a okay. pretty bad Aww. form of lupus that he's okay. working through. In yeah,
0: I wasn't sure because I did know there was some. You know he he got in a little bit of hot water with some comments he made. uh I think this well past that summer. was
2: that was wasn't that back when he got fired from he um, got fired
0: from Wild and Out, but he still did Mass Singer. But then this right. But then he's supposedly he's been hired back to do Wild and Out. But then you know Niecy Nash. I, I have a feeling it has to be. Nisi Nash even said, you know, we hope he gets better. So clearly it yeah, comes it's, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly it's a it's a health related issue. But I did I did know he had lupus. I think he mentioned. I think he's discussed that in, over the years, the past few whenever he got diagnosed. Yeah. Um, so
2: anyhow, yeah. um, I we may have talked about it before, but it was fresh on my mind, and I just want to say. Give yourself the grace to have some fun with a stupid show well, like this if you enjoy it. You and f- I think just enjoy it. And I, I will say this real quick. I think watch I
0: watched the Mac I watched the Mass Dancer, although after a couple episodes it got to be where I just fast forwarded to the end because that was terrible. And I think that show made me even more confused as to why The Masked Singer works. Yes,
2: thank you. Thank you. I'm not interested at all in The Masked Dancer, and oh, no. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, I don't either, but I could watch The Masked Singer,
2: and how is this better? And I, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah, I don't it's know. amazing. Denae, finish us off. What do you got?
3: I don't have anything this week. Yay! I haven't I haven't watched anything new. I haven't been reading a new comic to talk about. I have done nothing this week but We've bust my butt. We've been buried in butt. work. yeah. Yeah, well, hey, that's okay.
2: Some weeks are like that. Tell me about mm-hmm. that that poster behind you that has like the guy in the red shirt and the the girl he's with. What is what okay. is that? What is, what is that? that? Uh, yeah, I just
3: now noticed so, that. So that was a gift to my grandmother from one of her family members who painted it uh, for her wedding, and it's just like a silly joke Aww. of like two hillbillies getting married. Oh, they're hillbillies! So I was wondering what was going on with them. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a, we're getting hitched. So he's he's got like a little jug of moonshine.
2: Uh-huh. Nice. Uh-huh.
3: She's holding a little bouquet of flowers and at her feet it's a chicken.
2: <laughs> a chicken? It says,
3: it says we got hitched at the nice. bottom. Huh. And then it has the date and then their names. So it's my grandparents' names and their wedding date. Oh, that's that cool. Was, uh, that was painted in the 30s, I wow. think. Wow.
2: So 10 years so- from now.
3: Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, yeah. Right. In, in 10 years, it'll be a hundred years old. Wow. <laughs> um, and it was in a box of, um, handkerchiefs that my grandmother wanted me to go through to see if I wanted anything from her handkerchief drawer. So, cause she had all these, like there was, there was handkerchiefs and then there was a, they they're for her hair for when she would put them over her hair and go out in public. And she didn't know if I wanted any of them. And that was buried at the very bottom. And I unscrolled it. And I was like, what's this? And she's like, Oh, my, you know, my so-and-so, I think it was her cousin. Um, I have it written down somewhere. Uh, my, my cousin, you know, used to draw these and she drew that for us for our wedding day. And I forgot all about it. <laughs> Do you want it? it's, it's so strange. I was like, Well yeah, that's hilarious. So I gotta <laughs> hang
2: up. Nice. Yeah. Well, best beyond the sins ever. If you want to check out uh Danae's Getting Hitched poster uh, you'll we'll have to
3: catch me live sometime where can see on, video. on
2: <laughs> There you go. So, yeah, so the Beyond the Sins is Denae's Twitch. Danae's Twitch.
3: <laughs> Which you can find at Denae Says. Made it easy for you. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. You're already used to it.
2: Nice. Well, we did it, guys. That's going to wrap it up for Behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. Go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. And if you've got anything you want to send us, mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Erin Dicer. She is at Denae Says
3: d-e-n-e-e-s-a-y-s
2: and he is at Sam Lim was 13 so for Jonathan Watkins today, Hughes chest toes and myself we will see you next week <laughs> chest
0: toes <laughs> happy transit driver appreciation day
2: thanks for listening
0: send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe rate and comment find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts
3: began to pitch and something switch and lobby be something a ditch which was it just that you wish a wit oh that's gonna be an outtake (laughs) uh okay focus you're late focus danae focus to the trees oh hello oh Uh hello and
2: she's belching okay. already. Oh, hello.
3: But it has been a little bit of a bitch, just a little bit.
2: I don't like that word.
3: You don't like that word?
2: You're allowed to use it for sure. I'm just not allowed to use it.
3: I I feel like I feel like that word is I, I don't I don't I don't intrinsically mean it female.
2: Right, right. Like there are some words that do make a transition, right? But there are other words that have been so inherently used to put down a certain group for so long that they don't make that transition. But you're when right. When I
3: say when I say tricky bitch, what I'm talking about is it has been an absolute nightmare situation. <laughs>
2: right, totally. No. Oh my I, god.
3: I had to download 5 updates for my camera because on right. this new computer, every time I plug the camera in, let me see if I can actually make it what happen. What
0: word is Aaron saying he's not allowed to use? bitch <laughs> not not not, not even up. like you you can't even say like life's a bitch you don't correct. say stuff like correct. that correct
2: here's here's my thinking here's my thinking
0: does that offend you if i say life's a bitch no Janae? if it does no, I, I don't i don't get offended uh no i, um, I genuinely well, i mean i don't know why you would get offended and right. i was talking to
2: you <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought you were talking to, i'm
0: sorry yeah i thought you were talking to me maybe this is yeah. just me because i do agree like saying things are gay i don't that's horrible like i don't do that but i've never I don't call women bitches, but things like life's a bitch. I don't know. I've never, I've never quantitated that as the same thing.
2: That's what we're talking about. I've just decided that because it could go the other way, we live in a world where 10 years from now, it could be looked at as like a word you don't say. Um,
3: It's too early for this.
2: No kidding. Um. (laughs) It's never too early for this, guys. So I have to tell you this, just a few days ago. I went, got a, you know, a dental cleaning. You know, I went to my, you know, six-month dentist appointment. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Uh. Within five minutes, me and the dental hygienist are talking about the appropriateness of breastfeeding in public. Within <laughs> five minutes, we're talking about how the body shouldn't be shamed and all that. Like, this is my how? life. These how? are the conversations I have uh, with people. But I don't want
0: I don't want to talk to my
2: dentist. She she has a three month old. She has a three month old. She's nursing, and she was talking about how uh, like she wants to go to Chick fil A, but she also needs to nurse her baby. And like, will they judge her if she goes through the Chick fil A drive through while she's nursing? And
0: wait, wait, like, hold on, hold on. At Chick fil A, no, 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 hold yeah. on,
3: hold on. <laughs> I'm judging because I'm curious how one goes through a drive through while nursing.
0: I mean, Dude, you just... My, I, He's I can nervous. almost guarantee my wife can do it. My wife was eating was took cereal with her this morning. I, how do you eat cereal dry? <laughs> but you have to
3: hold an infant, right, to breastfeed them. Yes, yeah. So why are you yeah, holding an infant in those, a car? Um, don't they have the like the... the infant should be in a car seat? Is what I'm saying. Oh.
2: Well, no, but she's taking the infant out of the car seat during the drive. I think what she's saying is she could get to the drive through, and then there's no danger, you know, as far as like you know accidents or speed, you know, doing... No, Danae the, is right. She's an awful mother. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case may be, she may have actually been talking about pumping. It may, Maybe she was talking about pumping. I'm not sure. Whatever the case, the conversation came up. And of course, we get into a conversation and she was... If she
0: said feed, though, I doubt she was talking about pumping.
2: Yeah. She may have said pumping and I may just not... I may be remembering it wrong. I, You know, whatever the case, it was one of those things where... She was so encouraged after our conversation. She was like, "You're right. He's like, there's no. I should not be ashamed to have my breasts out if I'm feeding my child. It's but I'm a with natural Danae. thing." You should be ashamed. Your kid's not in a car seat. <laughs> well, we found a way to judge someone good. What is, in your opinion, the most? Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm in, popular. Let's go with popular. The most popular competition that has not been added to the Olympics. Like, if trampolining can be a medal event, what are we missing? Like, what's at the top of that list? I don't know. Probably video games. Yeah, I that's I think so, too. Maybe. I think, and like, League they, of Legends, they, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And then they've taken stuff
0: away, too, which is, like, they took sure. baseball away. Yeah. Like baseball's gone, uh, which, I don't know. That's kind of a hard one. I don't it's know. It's a hard one to put together, right? There's, you know, yeah. a baseball team is... <laughs> And the U.S. didn't even qualify, I think, like the last couple times they had it, which is kind of sad because yeah. that's, you know, that's our sport. <laughs> so, <laughs> it I mean, used that's to America's past time. It, it yeah, sure used anymore. to be. Yeah. Now yeah, cause cause it's not Yeah. Now
2: it's America's past its time. That's, <laughs> that's where it's gone. Okay. So, uh, listen, I had one thing I wanted to get to with the nursing conversation. It'll be real quick. I promise. Oh, my but God, I didn't get to, Aaron. No, I thought of something. That I wanted to pass. That I wanted to pass you along. You know what?
3: It's fine because we're not going all the way back to bitch. So that's
2: good. <laughs> it's good. Although that is an unfinished conversation I want to have sometime. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the thing I came to that I told her I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever said it that way before because she was like, well, some people have like fetishes and some people are turned on by breasts no matter how they see them. And I said, yeah, but that's not your responsibility. I said there are people with foot fetishes but we all go barefoot at the beach like it's not like it's it's one of those things where just because somebody is sexually attracted to a part of your body doesn't mean yeah. you can't show it that that's on them to handle their desires in their I mean you know, whatever. So All I All those just,
0: women uh, attracted to 44 year old, you know, overweight dads. I just, I can't do anything about it. That's I mean, right. hey, listen, is, the
2: dad bot has become a real thing. Like, there, that is. I that always exists. ask, when somebody
0: says that, I always like to go, what do you, what, what about the double dad bot? Is that.
2: <laughs> what about the dad plus
0: bot? <laughs> Whenever I see pictures of dad bot, it's like, it's like, uh, just a little It's fluff. like freaking Cal. It's like, Cal Drago or whatever, right, Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jason Momoa. Like that's not a dad bod. Give me a fucking this break. This is dad bod. I'll show you a dad bod. Like, show the a dad bod. <laughs> they show I'm like glad, the
2: rock at the beach.
0: I'm glad like, you use what? that.
3: I think obviously the difference between feet and breasts is that. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> explain today. Please go ahead That's and explain. A great, that was a great <laughs> sentence. Thank you. I'm ready for this. I'm totally ready for this. Love combining feet and breasts. I'm picturing breasts with feet.
0: And no, it's don't
3: just, do that. Hey, Aaron, don't
2: hey, do Aaron. that. I don't like anything now. Listen, let me tell you about the difference between feet and breasts. Uh, (laughs)
3: Oh, shoot. Breasts
2: don't have toes.
3: (laughs) Well, they have nipples, so they're kind of like... He's got one toe in the middle. (laughs) Just one little toe
2: toe right there in the middle.
3: (laughs) You're welcome, anyone. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. Such a great visual for your sexcapades tonight.
2: <laughs> Let me play with my play with my chest toes.
3: <laughs> what I was actually trying to get to though is that the um the entertainment industry or right. whoever right. is responsible didn't deem breasts something that can be shown publicly. Right. Like we can't we can't we get in trouble for it right. no matter what platform you're on. Yeah. If there's a nipple showing that's a female nipple only which is why I love those shirts that just have like male chest with the nipples mm-hmm. cut out on a female. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, that's the, that's the difference is that they haven't said, mm-hmm. you know, if we can't show feet on TV. We can't show feet, you know, in magazines, it's only sexual. Uh, so if you if you want to see, you know, the areola, if you want to see the boob toe, you have to go to <laughs> porn magazines for that.
2: It is changing. There was recently a breastfeeding commercial that aired on television that had a bunch of Mm -hmm. boobs in it. And it was because it was it was, you know, it was deemed okay because it was breastfeeding. But it it wasn't just them breastfeeding either. It was talking about, like, coming to terms with what your boobs look like now that you're a mother, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I found that so wonderful that that there is an attempt to desexualize yeah. you know parts of the human body that aren't always sexual you know uh, so yeah we like,
0: should say this is america too what we're talking yeah. about because yeah. you're going to have like french yeah. listeners being like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> That's right
3: no you're right no they know they know how ridiculous right. everything <laughs> the is over here yeah commercials
0: are just like hey here's a boob enjoy enjoy this milk or you know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like a topless woman eating cheese <laughs> what?
2: No, I just know I like know. a lot of I other. I'm just imagining <laughs> the French commercial. Oh, wee, oui wee! Oui, here's a boob. Enjoy the milk. <laughs> <laughs> what is this?
0: <laughs> Do I sound okay? Because my mic, I'm just trying to figure out why my mic is set up. Because
2: you can actually see my mouth right now, so I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Me too. I have no idea who I'm talking to. I don't. Was- I-,
3: I can't stop staring at your mouth.
2: Cover your... Mu- you need to cover your mouth. It's causing Danae to have bad thoughts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not... I didn't say it was having thoughts. I said that I can't stop looking at it.
2: <laughs> let's uh, let's rock and roll, shall we? Oops. You oopsed. Uh, you daffy ducked.
3: Yeah, I've got to find my notes.
2: You, you ducked it up. Did you do a number two in your pants? That
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's like a kid like, Oops like oh i know what you did
3: (laughs) too much good stuff let's get into the show go